Hey yo, what's going on? It's Flubberdash, the host of the Trainer Lounge, a Pokemon podcast. Welcome to the podcast where we talk all things Pokemon, from the Pokemon anime, the Pokemon main series games, the TCG, Pokemon trivia, all of the news that's happened in the week, and some controversial topics. We hope you enjoy the episode, and uh, have a great day. Peace! Yo, what is going on? Welcome back to episode 46 of the Trainer Lounge, a Pokemon podcast. I am Flubberdash, and today I'm joined by the partner in crime, the broski from the Hoski, Mr. Juanzi. Say hello. Yo, what's up, guys? It's your boy here, Damn A Drive, aka. <laughs> <laughs> no, how's it going, everyone? Oh, I, I am indeed the man, the myth, the legend, the sexiest man alive, Wanzi Burnett. And I'm here to throw some uh, amazing sounds down your ear holes. I hope you're ready for that. I am more than ready. So, once when we last spoke, <laughs> there was a there was an amazing game. Oh, we say amazing, but that there was a game that looked amazing due to come out. Um, that game has now been out for a week and three days, if that's correct. I believe that's right. I believe so. Yeah. And obviously, the game we are referring to is Legends Arceus. I thought it was so talking I about said- Candy Crush too. Oh shit! Was that also out? Did I miss the fucking? Did I miss the midnight launch? <laughs> the midnight launch of Candy Crush Two. Hell yeah! <laughs> Imagine that outside of game. What are you here for? The new cut? Nah, fucking Candy Crush. <laughs> That's the one, mate. That's the one. But yeah, Legends Arceus has been out for just over a week now, um, and it's uh, it's had some opinions about it. So uh, yeah, let's should we, should yeah, we have a bit of a I chat feel like, about wouldn't it? Wouldn't you say this is? I think we should once. I think I think we should just go straight into it to be honest, because I've never felt so polarized about a video game in my life ever. Mm. Um normally when playing a Pokemon game, I try and think of the positives and then the negatives. But normally there's way too many negatives that over overtake the positives, if that makes sense. You know, like I love Sword and Shield, but there was quite a lot of negatives that I had about the game, despite me really liking it, and it's still up there as one of my favourite games. Um BDSP, there was just way too much for me to dislike, to, for me to like it. You know, it's, it's probably one of the worst rated Pokemon games. But Legends Arceus is different, man. Like, how do you feel about it? Since Because I know I hyped it up a lot, didn't I? Yeah, you did hype it up quite a bit. And um, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it when I actually like got the game. I was worried that it was going to be completely overhyped by everyone. But then as like the days leading up to the the release came and and people would uh, like people who had hands on access to it and had been given like early copies and stuff had been posting all over twitter being like um oh this this game really is that game it's you know and it had gotten rave reviews from people who haven't even like played pokemon in years like i know there was one yeah. guy um i think it was sacred um who used to be part of the uh uh, I think it was Lumio Station or something, um, who's been super critical and super negative about Pokemon recently, who said, yeah. no, this game slaps, this game bangs. Like, And when someone who's been that vocal and that critical of the series comes out and says, yeah, this game is fire, and even Duncan Can't Die, another one, like people who have been super mad and super anti-Pokemon have come out and said, this game is fire, you know you have to stand up and you know, take a bit of attention, take pay attention to what the fuck's going on. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, it, it's um, 
I obviously went into the game hyping it up. And people are going to say to me, oh, but of course you're going to say this because you can't go back on your word. You'd look like an idiot. I don't think I've took an L. I really don't. I, I, I stick by my word and I believe this is one of the I've ever had. Uh, and for those that don't know where I am in the story, and I want to just get this out before we um before we get this across. Um, one, what do we want to talk about? Clarification of spoilers because I have finished the game now. What you sent me on WhatsApp, I have got past that part, beaten that. I've nearly caught the final Pokemon, shall we say? Um, yeah, yeah. So we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk super heavy spoilers for the moment, but we mm. will get into spoilers a bit later. Don't worry about it. We will give you like a spoiler warning, so you, you can. Listen oh, okay. So you want you want to do like a heavy talk? Sorry, like a heavy talk later on, yeah. Yeah, we'll do a bit of a heavy talk later, but right. for now we'll just give like our general thoughts and feelings on the game. Try and be a little bit anti-spoiler, uh, but later on yeah. when we do talk about some more uh spoilery things will give you a bit of a warning so if you haven't completed the game yet no worries uh you won't have any spoilers unless you decide to ignore our warning and if you ignore our warning then shut the fuck up you're a twat yeah yeah pretty much pretty much what one said the reason the reason why i said <laughs> where i was in the game is because i feel like now I, i've literally nearly I, I think tonight would be the night after this podcast i will have 100 percent completed pokemon legends arceus right Ooh. that's where i am i'm like one or two pokemon off 100 completing it again we'll go we'll go into it later in spoilers but i feel like that gives me a very valid opinion on the game i've put 100 hours into pokemon legends arceus so far i checked my game time today it's probably closer to 91 because i left my switch on overnight one of the nights but um yeah i've reached 100 hours of playing the game and i feel like i've got i've got a, i've got a fair point of what i could say about it you know oh i feel you i feel you so you put how, how have you put 100 hours into the game already bro mate like i've non-stop played it like i've that's all i've done uh, apart from work and and see some you know people in my life I, <laughs> that's all i've done is just play this game <laughs> like so to start off this discussion once about Legends Arceus, so the game, you know, and again, this isn't spoilers, this is just talking about gameplay. The game is very different to any other main series Pokemon game we've ever had, because it is a main series game that's been confirmed, right? Despite how people may feel it being compared to some. <laughs> <laughs> but um, how, how do you feel about it, you know, from, from a gameplay standpoint? In terms of like, how do I enjoy the gameplay and the way that it's like different to other Pokemon games? Because I absolutely adore the mechanics. I I love yeah. I love the way the game plays. It feels so smooth. Um, mm -hmm. I think for me, the biggest endorsement I can give is that my my partner who isn't a massive Pokemon fan in any way. She's not really into Pokemon. She's more of a Legend of Zelda fan. She has like she bought the dlc for breath of the wild and she just got like halfway through that as legend uh, legends arceus came out she stopped playing the breath of the wild dlc to play legends arceus and i asked her yo are you are you enjoying this game then and she turns around and says yeah i absolutely love it i think it's really enjoyable i wish they hadn't ripped off breath of the wild so much <laughs> but um she says she's really enjoying it and thinks that it's genuinely a fun game so that's you know if someone who hasn't played the the franchise in a long time can get back into it and enjoy it the way that she is, you know, that that's a bit of an endorsement. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I feel that. And I respect that, to be fair. And it's nice to hear from someone who is not a massive Pokemon fan, them playing it and really enjoying it. I mean, like, for, for those that are listening and for those who haven't played it and don't really know what the gameplay loop is, um, compared to other, so other Pokemon games, you know, you, you get your starter, you got to do the eight gyms, you know, you got to do the Elite Four. Everybody knows what you're doing Pokemon. But Legends Arceus is completely different, completely different. You're no longer just running, running, to the, well, uh, running into the long grass and encounter a Pokemon. It's so much faster. You can catch up, what, 10 Pokemon within 12 seconds if you wanted to. Like, that's how seamless the gameplay is for catching Pokemon and battling Pokemon. Like, how did it feel for you to go into the Obsid- Obsidian and Fieldlands, the first area for the first ever time once, seeing how vast and open it was? What Was you a little bit taken away? Mate, I didn't even bother with the quests for ages. I just went around <laughs> catching as many Pokemon as I could. I'd, yeah. I just, like, I loved the Obsidian Fields and the way that it felt to just be able to run around and explore and see, oh, there's water. Oh, there's an island. Oh, I'll drown in the water. Well, I'll get there later. You know, be able to see that there's so much, like, that's going to be opened up to me later on. I knew that I'd be able to climb a mountain. I knew that I'd be able to cross the sea. I knew I'd probably be able to fly at some point because of the trailer. Um, But knowing that more was going to open up to me was just, like, I, I wanted to go and explore. I wanted to see how much I could find. And mm-hmm. I haven't had that with a Pokemon game. Funnily enough, since the, the only other Pokemon game that's done this to me is Sword and Shield with the Isle of Armor and the Crown Tundra. Those were the only like the only games that have really given me in the Pokemon franchise anyway, like a feeling of I want to go and explore this, I want to go and find absolutely everything. Have been the last two entries in the in the series, and that's quite weird to me. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't really think about that, but now that you've said it, that them two would be the biggest areas that would compare because, you know, th- this isn't a linear game by any means, is it? You know, unless you take the hub world, which even even that itself is a fairly big open area. But these open areas are fucking huge, aren't they? Like they are ridiculously long. Like uh, when they, when they, when I um found out they were split into sections, remember when we found out it'd be more like Monster Hunter and not Breath of the Wild? Yeah, I remember and, there was a bit of uh, criticism from that. Yeah, and I, I think like even me myself, and I'll I'll you know come at myself for this. Even I didn't realize just quite how big these open areas are. And again, this this isn't um this isn't a spoiler because it's in the trailer. But you know the ice area. I won't say the name just in case people want to find out that. But you know the um area where it's pretty much the north point of Sinner mm-hmm. or history. Yeah. When I realized how big that area was specifically, I was blown the fuck away. Um, it, it's unreal. The secrets in the game are phenomenal. So, you know, some of the little hidden nooks and crannies and the Pokemon you can find, you know, the way the Pokemon acts, like, it, it's unbelievable. Like, some of the Pokemon that you can see flying, like, and again, there's a there's a Pokemon, I'm going to ask you later if you've seen when we talk more spoilers, that's just flying around randomly. And the moment I saw it, I was like, oh my God, the attention to detail, mate, is ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's phenomenal. Look, I, I mean, how do you feel? So do you remember when I said to you about the whole evolution idea? How do you feel about that now? Do you prefer the way they've done evolution in this game? Oh, yeah. You can choose to evolve at, at any point, like rather yeah. than just have it happen, uh, you know, automatically. And it saves a lot of time 
Yeah. Like, I mean, it helps out a lot because, um, so this isn't necessarily a spoiler, but for, for some uh, Pokemon, in order to complete their, you know, their, their Pokedex entry, you have to see them use a specific move a number of times. Now, you, you or, or like you might have to defeat a number of specific Pokemon with a specific type of move or something. Uh, and some of them can only be done uh, through, through battles and you can't do them unless you're like, specifically going for it but now you can evolve them at any point once they're able to so you don't have to just keep hitting the b button so for example if you had so i don't know a g a graveler and you were you were able to evolve it into a golem but you hadn't quite finished graveler's pokedex entry because it says something like you need to use baldo see use bulldozer uh, an amount of times like i don't yeah. know one two three four instead of like evolving the the graveler and having to go out and catch another one or having to complete its entry another way you can just keep it as a graveler until you've completed the the, uh, the the quest or the the pokedex entry without having to worry about every time it levels up having to slam the b button and it, it just yeah. adds to the fluidity of the game it's such a welcome change i didn't think it would feel that different i didn't think that it would make much of a difference at the time that it was revealed but my god it does yeah, it really does. I, I was excited to figure out how it worked because, I, like an idiot, I actually overleveled quite. You know, because I mean, as you said, you spent quite a long um, time in the in the first area, like I did. So, assuming like me, your Pokemon were fairly high leveled because of how many Pokemon you had caught. Funnily enough, I, no, they weren't. They weren't. I was. I was. They not. See, mine. Mine were. But like, so I. I picked Cyndaquil, and my me Cyndaquil too. was like <laughs> level level like nineteen, and I was like. So how the fuck do I evolve Cyndaquil? And I was just looking through, and then I saw its Pokeball glowing, and it was like this Pokemon can evolve. I went, "Oh, okay, that's how you do that. That's sick, you know." And um, I think I think that's fantastic. Like again, as you've said, it's just so nice. Like I like using Bidoof in my playthroughs. Do you know how annoying it was every fucking level to keep spamming B? Oh man, bro, like ridiculous but for those that don't um for those that are listening and are a bit confused by what onesie means with the le with uh leveling up the pokedex i want to just quickly touch on that onesie if that's okay sure yeah go for it so the whole idea the whole task and the whole point of this game is to complete the first ever pokedex which is the hisui pokedex right um you have three stages um for the pokedex for each pokemon um we will use bidoof as an example um, so Bidoof will have three different types to the Pokedex. It will have three different, you know, sections to it. It will have a section where it's not finished, where you're just finding out stuff about the Bidoof. You know, you can level that section up by catching Bidoof, by uh, feeding Bidoof, for example, seeing it use different moves. Once its level is 10, and you can level it up by completing the tasks, as Wanzi said, um, and there will be some tasks on the side that have a red arrow. If you do them tasks, that'll be double points. So that's how you complete the Pokedex a lot faster for those that are interested in doing that. Um, you can, you can, you know, I wouldn't say manipulate, but you can take advantage of that to complete the Pokedex. And then once a Pokemon's level 10, that Pokemon's Pokedex page will be completed. If you're a perfectionist, though, you can take it a step further and then per, um, perfect the Pokemon's page, right? So you've got not complete, you've got level 10, which is complete, and then you've got perfect. So for all of the completionists that, you know, um, a really, really, really big uncompletion. They can really take this a step further and just perfect the Pokemon page, which means completing every single challenge on every single Pokemon, which 
in my opinion, would take thousands of hours. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, some of some yeah. of the tasks for some of these Pokedex entries are, are ridiculous. Like, uh-huh. there's there's one of them that's like you have to evolve like six or seven mach- machokes. Um, and in order to do that, you need a. I think we've spoken about this before, but you need a, a specific item to evolve Machoke, when that item or, costs. Or you can a trade. Or you, or can, you tra- can trade. Or you yeah. can trade, but that's you know that's even more of a hassle because you need to find someone who's willing to help you trade. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But like to actually 100% a Pokemon's page, it can take a lot of time. Some of the tasks are ridiculous. So there's something really in this game for everyone. You mm-hmm. can. Just play through the story and play through it casually like a lot of people do with Pokemon games. You can take it a step further and try to complete the game fully. Like that's by, uh, you know, completing everyone's Pokedex entries. Um, perfect. To level 10, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, to, yeah. Or, yeah, you can do it up to level 10 and just try and unlock everything and then start shiny hunting. Or you can be a bit of a madman and try to perfect every Pokemon. And if you do that, then you've obviously got a lot of time on your hands <laughs> but it's yeah. it's pretty mad like i love the fact that there seems to be a bit of consideration for so many different styles of play it just feels really fresh no it does it really does and for those that are listening thinking well why what is the point in getting a pokemon's page to perfect if i've already got it to level 10 so you know uh, for everyone that knows i'm a shiny hunter and you know everyone that listens to the podcast would already know that and I always go for the shiny charm in all the Pokemon games, right? You don't need to perfect the Pokemon's page to get the shiny charm. You only need the Pokemon to be level 10, right? So you're probably thinking, what is the point of getting to uh, perfect in the Pokedex for any specific Pokemon? Well, what I love about Legends Arceus is it's really rewarding in that regard. If you get a Pokemon to perfect, its odds will half um, for finding a shiny of that specific Pokemon, which I think is fantastic. So not only does... Level 10, half the odds. If you were to take it a step further and perfect it again, that Pokemon will be Masuda odds in the wild, which is one one in 500, if you also have the charm, obviously, as well. Um, so I think it's really worth it to perfect it if you're a hardcore shiny hunter, you know? Oh, for sure. 100% for sure. I mean, that's how a lot of shiny hunters are going to be doing it. They're going to try and complete the game, get the shiny charm, uh, complete a specific Pokemon's entry. I mean, that that adds a lot of content to streams as well yeah. because if you mm-hmm. you know you could do the whole process of completing the dex entry on stream and you know then go and hunt it afterwards and it can feel like a bit more of an experience i just love how this game has you know it seems to have catered for everyone and that's not something that pokemon games have done in a long time yeah no exactly no i, I agree but I think it's mad. Like, I've never felt this great and this rewarded by a Pokemon game in years. I can't remember the last game to make me feel this rewarded other than Gen 6. From a shiny hunting standpoint, to be fair. But, like, I just feel like they've done amazing with, with the quality of life. Like, have you seen the new, like, EV training method? Oh, yeah. In we, so, in this game, there are, instead of an EV slash IV system, really, there is a... Uh, there's Effort some new- level. Yeah, there's effort levels. Um, effort levels are basically a rework of the IV and EV system, basically joined into one. You can use uh, new items called Grit Pebbles, Grit Dust, and Grit Rock, I think. I can't remember. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's three, yeah, of them. three of them. You've got the Grit, you've got Dust, you've got Gravel, dust, yeah. you've got 
rock and then you've got you think you've got pebble then rock i think yeah so you've got three different new grit items which you you use on a pokemon to increase their effort level which increases their stats naturally and also gives like it's basically uh essentially just ivs rather than like it's it's like a work together of evs and ivs you can raise them up to i believe 10 i might i might be wrong yeah you're, cor- you're correct yeah yeah so just just to add to your point, the dust you get to level three, then the gravel you can get to level six, yeah. the pebble you can get to level nine, and then you would need a full rock to be able to push it to that final level 10. But yeah. yeah, so in order to like make a Pokemon the strongest it can possibly be, you need yeah. to have uh, a lot of grit dust, grit pebbles, uh, grit rocks, you know, stuff like that. So it's uh, it's a new system that... Honestly, you don't need to use, but if you really do want to make like a super strong Pokemon uh, for, you know, just like a completionist sake, say you really like Typhlosion and you want to make a really strong Typhlosion, you can use a bunch of these Grit Rocks uh, and Grit items to make your Pokemon stronger and increase their effort values. Uh, I would be surprised and kind of interested to see whether this carries over to main series games in the future. Personally, I hope to God it does. Yeah, I was going to ask. I was, I was about to say, do you want it to? Because I really do. Like, I, I, I think this is an amazing system, personally. But at the same time, and this, I'm really conflicted on that on the EV because I, I personally think that the EV and IV system makes competitive Pokemon very difficult to actually get into. Pokemon have, have done their best to try and, uh, you know make the barrier to entry as less like a lot less demanding than it used to be but it's still a lot of like pain and effort that needs to go into getting a competitive ready pokemon and that's before you even start doing any battles like it can still take you up to like over hours to get a competitive ready pokemon um just because of the necessity of having to you know get perfect ivs and ev them in a specific way and the, the you know the, the tactics in doing that are very difficult but with this new effort value system rather than effort level like well not, with, with the effort level rather than effort value sorry effort values is what we have now um, but with the new effort level system you basically combine the two in one so instead of having to breed for perfect ivs and then ev train your pokemon you can just do the two in one and know that once you've got everything to the max level, um, you know, your Pokemon's going to be at that level. Um, it, it is going to make... See, we've had something very similar in Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee where they tested yeah. out something to do with like EVs and, and IVs and making Pokemon really like maxed out to the, the highest level they can possibly be and back in gold silver and crystal we also had another system where instead of um effort values every pokemon could have every stat maxed basically um by having like the max amount of evs it made everything a lot bulkier it made attacks not do as much damage as you would expect and because of that the the meta became a bit more stally and a lot more yeah. set up and the the game it made the game a lot longer like it, it made battles take a long long time to complete so i worry whether if this carried over to main series games in the future we'd have a repeat of that where battles are 
continuously taking a long, long time. I have a solution. Sorry, Ron. I have a solution. I want your I want your take on this, though. Uh-huh. This is why I'm about to jump in because I feel like you'd be the perfect person to ask. Of course, of course. So my yeah. solution, so my solution to this issue that the new system, as we've both said, the new system's pretty dope. But as as you've just said, it's very similar to Let's Go, where it adds this story aspect, right? What if they made it so only two stats could get to level ten? Then we would have the current effort value system. <laughs> no, I'm saying so. You know, I'm saying so. Right now, you can put all the stats to level ten, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can only saying, put two of them to. to right, you could 10. only put two in. So similar to the main series, where you can only, you know, I mean, you can invest the IVs in whatever, really, or you know, like, so it's what two five five in per stat, is it? Two five six. Two five two. You can oh, technically have two five five, but you won't get any higher stats than just putting. Yeah, them in yeah. Two. So two five two right, but I'm saying if they did that with this new effort level, where like it kind of adds up, you can only put so many effort levels into the Pokemon, but you pick where you want instead of having it all be level ten like it currently is. Do you reckon that would help or not? Nah? I mean, I could see that being an option. I can see like competitive rules saying that, but uh, yeah. not have it like hard coded into the game would be a first. And I also worry that if like if it was just left so that you could have every stat the highest possible level it can go uh, with the current timer problems that competitive Pokemon has, I worry that we just wouldn't be able to get any games done because if everything becomes bulkier, everything is able to take more hits games last for longer naturally because things aren't dying as quickly. Uh, and it yeah. just leads to the game being like completely unplayable online, just like it is in Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl and in Sword and Shield. Uh, so it's it's a weird place to be in, but I think just purely on a level of getting people into competitive Pokemon and getting their team ready to fight other teams like competitively without having to worry about being stronger or having to have the right nature or having to have the right egg moves or, or stuff like that. I think it's a. It, I think it could work. It has potential. It just needs to, you know, be streamlined in future games and have a little bit of, uh, you know, rejigging done to it. But it's definitely got potential. Definitely got potential. Yeah, yeah, I, re- I really like it. I mean, my my personal approach to fixing it would be, you know, there's what six stats. Is that correct? There is six stats, or is there seven with no, HP? I think there's six. Uh, there's six with HP. So it's HP, attack, defense, special attack, special yeah, yeah. defense, speed. That's right. So with this current system, you can have a maximum of 60 um, levels, right? In, into, you know, 60 effort levels because you can put level 10 in every single one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My personal way of sorting that out would be allow players to only put 40 levels in. So you pick and choose where you put them, right? That that would be my mm-hmm. idea or something, you know, because that way then you can't power up every single stat to maximum. You'd have to pick and choose. No, I mean, I feel like, as, as you've said, it needs work and it's streamlined, but I really like the ease of access. And I like how, if uh, I hate IVs, that's my biggest fucking pet peeve in Pokemon is IVs, because it goes against what Pokemon is. You know, like in in the anime where every Pokemon has the potential to be the best. IVs um, all over that, in my opinion. So I, I agree with you. I do agree with you. Don't mistake what I'm about to say for me disagreeing, because I do agree, and I do think that IVs are flawed. But the idea about IVs is to try and make every Pokemon unique, like to try and make sure that 
not every Pokemon is exactly the same. Like you can catch two Starly and they'll have completely different stats because their IVs will determine which is higher than which is not. Um, yeah. I like that aspect of trying to say every Pokemon is unique. They're all different, but it doesn't matter because, you know, if they don't have 31 IVs across the board, they're basically unusable. And I just think that it was, you know, it, it was well-intentioned, but it just didn't hit the mark with its execution. IVs have just made the game really difficult to properly get into competitive Pokemon. Uh, and you can say, well, we've had Nature Mints and we've had, uh, you know, the bottle caps and stuff, which can increase your IVs, but I just don't think that's enough. Like, bottle caps are very expensive. You have to do a bunch of battles at the Battle Tower to, to get them and the Battle Tree and whatever game you're playing. Um, there's like a battle facility. You have to do a bunch of battles there to get BP, to buy bottle caps, and they're always very expensive. So to even get like bottle caps, you have to go quite far in the battle tower, and you're not going to get very far in the battle tower if you haven't got a very good Pokemon. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's it's a bit of a dodgy system, and and it, it really does need looking at. And I think this is the first step to being like, okay, we see you. Let's try this instead. So, well, you know, you said, and I think this is a count, not a counter argument. I'd say it's more of a discussion, right? But, Here's what I'd say. You know, you said that every single effort, effort, um, sorry, every single individual value, so the IV, is to make every single Pokemon different, right? Yeah. I feel like their way of combating that would be this, uh, the new size that they're doing for it. You know, like with every Pokemon now is a different, a different height, a different weight, a different size. Like I feel like that's how they're combating it because it wouldn't have an effect on battles. I understand that, but it would still make the Pokemon unique, would it not? Obviously, uh, with Alpha Pokemon, they're the maximum size, so I'd. I'd you know, that, that's whatever. But I kind of like what they're doing. Because yeah. this makes the Pokemon unique, you know? Like, yeah, I, I feel def like... it definitely does. Like, that, that, there's that early game quest. Um, this isn't really a spoiler. It doesn't spoil anything story-wise. But there's a quest where you have to uh, uh, catch two... You, you have to catch a, a, a Buizel that is... I think it's bigger than two foot eight inches. Yes. Because yeah, that's you correct. have to yeah. basically catch the biggest weasel possible to find in the game. Uh, and after you complete the quest, you get like a little cutscene where it shows the two weasels next to each other. One of them's like, you can tell there's a noticeable difference. And that's really cool because it does show that Pokemon are completely different. And it does kind of solve the issue a little bit that each Pokemon is unique, but what just just by their height just by their weight like i think there's a really difficult problem that needs to be solved by like ivs and evs not being present and that's trying to keep the uniqueness of every pokemon and yeah. while you know having each pokemon be a different height kind of solves the issue a little bit it's hard to keep the individuality of each pokemon when they all have the exact same stat line when maxed. You know, it's it's a tough one, but I think this is a good step in the foot, in the right direction. Yeah, to, to go on the uh, Breezel point, I just want to point this out because it made me laugh. Did you know there's an article about the big Breezel? Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. What? Everyone is talking about the big Breezel. I, I found that so easy. I just went to the water yeah, bunch yeah. of Breezels and had it done within like, uh, what, 20 minutes maybe. It didn't take long at all. That was 
super happy and i see everyone complaining online like oh retweet this to scare a, a legends arceus player and it's just a picture of the quest name i'm like fucking hell go catch cool. some weasels you nonces well someone who i was speaking to not going to mention names as you know who it is but they were struggling with um the, the big weasel quest and i i grabbed their switch and i actually did it for them like i kind of found it straight away um <laughs> but the one thing that really is giving players a problem, um, I'm not going into spoilers really, but I'm going to kind of have to talk about this because it's just, I'm going to save a lot of people a lot of heartache and headache with this. So have you seen the quest um, for Cherim at all? Uh, yes, and I have not found a single Cherim in the entire game and I have got to the final <laughs> boss. Right. So... The problem with Cherim is it's findable. That's not the problem. <laughs> the problem isn't it. Oh, hello. You, you still there? Yeah, I can, I can hear you. You just went silent halfway through a, <laughs> halfway through a sentence. <laughs> yeah, wait there, bro. Uh, let me edit that. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Right, my fucking, my brother always calls every time I'm on a podcast and it winds me the fuck up, man. Oh, like, calls him all the time. So I've just told him I'm on a podcast, I'll call later. Right, um, let me <laughs> let me edit that. Let me edit that three, two, one. So have you seen the problem with Cherim ones? Now, so, I know you've said you can't find one, right? Yeah, so I've got the quest. I had it like from really early on in the game and I haven't found a single Cherim or Cheruby and I've got to the final boss uh, and I, I haven't found uh, a single one of them. So... <laughs> I'm going to send you something right now. <laughs> oh, God. This is where you're um, about to tell me that they're super easy to find. Oh, yeah. They're not hard to find. That's not the problem with them. Um, it's the problem is catching them. <laughs> so for those that don't know, Cherim right now is basically impossible to catch on the game. Um, in this article, I think there's a player who was on Reddit because the quest is called to bloom or not to bloom, right? Where you have to like, I think, catch a Cherim that's bloomed. But like people have used over 100 Ultra Balls. Someone who I speak to used over 40 and it just would not catch. And to put that into context for people, um, legendary Pokemon pretty much only take one or two Ultra Balls to catch as long as it's health down a little bit. No one can catch this Pokemon at all once. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? I'm watching, there's a video in the, the, he just sent me an article and the guy's used 19 Ultra Balls. Three Pokeballs and not a, a, a not a single one of them caught it. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, and the person I spoke to gave up after forty Pokeballs because um, they were sending me messages raging saying how it wasn't fucking catching. I didn't realize this was an issue because obviously, as as me and Onesie said, you need to get level ten on all the Pokemon to complete the Pokedex, right? And um, the way I did Cherim was evolving Cheruby. And that's another problem too, because um, they're really hard to find. Cherubies are specifically. I found quite a few um, during an outbreak, but um, yeah. So I thought I'd just warn people listening: do not fucking do um, the Cherim quest because you can't catch it. I'm not looking on, forward sorry. to doing that later. I'm I'm gonna have to give it a go and try and complete that later. But I, 
fuck me, I'm I'm not looking forward to that. I'm gonna bring like all of the fucking ultra balls in the world. <laughs> I mean, bro, it depends if it's even catchable. That's the thing. I don't think anyone's even caught it out there. Is it really like uncatchable? I mean, apparently you just can't catch it. Like if unless Jer- it says in the article. So according to this article, and this is an article by Polygon, um Poke there there is a bug in uh Legends Arceus that Cherim, if it changes form once, it cannot be caught, which that's like not on. That is not on at all. Like, oh, So they're saying it can't be caught? Yeah, they're saying it, it's uncatchable if it changes form, so I'm going to need to go and find a Cheruby instead. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit unfortunate, to be honest. So, you know, but um, I got quite... It's one of them. Like the game hasn't had that many issues, really. Um, that's the only issue I can think of. Um, before we go forward, do you want me to uh, make a new segment? Our ones. Yeah, let's make a new segment, bro. So onto the segment. I'm still talking about legends, Arceus ones. I want to ask you a few questions though. So, onesie, um, in seven days, how many million copies do you think this game sold? Uh, hopefully more than the dumpster fire that is Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. How many copies did it sell in its first week? So I may have to research how much Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl made in its first week, but Pokemon Legends Arceus has sold 6.5 million copies just seven days. That is crazy. And to put that into perspective, it's outsold Pokemon Crystal and Pokemon Emerald within its first wow. week of sales. So what did BDSP make then? So BDSP made uh, it got just over six million units in its first week. Oh yeah, I'll just I can see. It. So Legends Arceus has beat that then. But bear in mind, this is two games: so Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Legends Arceus is just one game, and it's outsold the pair of them. Wow, it deserves it. Fuck that, that it deserves it. Like. <laughs> we we can talk negatives in a bit on the game because there are some, let's be honest. It's not, as you said, perfect, but the game fucking deserves the sales. This game deserves to be one of the best-selling Pokemon games. Um, I hope it reaches up there. I hope it gets up to the top three with Sword and Shield. And, um, Bro, Red fuck and that. It not, doesn't just deserve to be one of the best po- uh, Pokemon games, like best-selling Pokemon games. It deserves to be one of the best-selling Switch games in general. Yeah. That's how highly I think this game is. I think it's... Not as good as Breath of the Wild. Um, and I think there's a, probably a couple more games that definitely edge it, but I would solidly put this in top five for like Switch games in general. Like, I think it's that good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, because there's so much to talk about, and that's why I love, you know, being able... We've both had our hands on and we can talk so much about it. I mean, you've beat the final boss, right? Have you beat it, I believe? Not yet. I've gotten to it, um, but I, I haven't beaten it because I still need to catch all of the Pokemon. Oh no! I mean, the, I mean, you've beat the final battle though. The, the, oh, the person yes. sent me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, I've, I've um, beaten that, but it was a hard fight. Jesus, oh. we'll get we'll get into spoilers in a bit. But my God, I struggled. Yeah, yeah, we will, we will, we will. Um, but yeah, yeah. So me and you, we, we've got to the point now where we've unlocked nearly pretty much everything in the game. We've saw every area, right? So I feel like we're in a perfect position to talk. So once I've got a few questions to ask you regarding the game still before we move on to not really a review because I'll be I'll be doing a full review once I have the shiny charm. Once I've completed this game 100%, I will be doing a review. I didn't want to do what everyone else did 
and just do one in two days after paying like three hours of it. I want you to do a full in-depth review like I did with Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Um, and I will be doing it. I will be doing it for this game in the next upcoming week. And it's going to be a very, very, very detailed episode on the podcast um, that you guys can see. And it'll, we'll give it a full rating and everything. But ones can do that too today. But um, I've got a few questions to ask you then once um, regarding this game. So the first question I've got to ask is, have you heard the music for the game, the soundtrack? I have indeed since I've played it. <laughs> so what do you think? I think, um, I think the soundtrack is for the most part, really good. There's one theme in particular that I'm a little bit like, oh, I don't really like this one very much. But uh, I think on the whole, it's a really, really fitting soundtrack. It took a lot of leaves out of Monster Hunter and uh, Breath of the Wild's books in terms of not overpowering the game with music, which is really yeah. good. Let the soundtrack and the environment like let, let the environments and the the atmosphere speak for itself. You don't have to play a fucking super heavy theme like over everything, like in a regular Pokemon game. And I think they've executed it to perfection. Um, did you know, Mister Flubberdosh, that the audio and sound mastering for this game was done by one person? I did not. And who was that one person? Uh, I do not have their name up. Um, but I just know someone that there was, yeah, someone at Game Freak. There was literally only one person credited with it. Whether they had any help or not, it's not credited. But the the music mastering for this game was done by one person. That person must have had a fucking heart attack during the first like a few weeks of composing this music. Because Jesus Christ, it's so well like done, like. They deserve a raise. Give, give him a fucking promotion. You know, what? heck, give him give him Masuda's job. Just, just you know, get yeah. out of the way, Masuda. Give give this guy a job because he smashed it out the park. Well, I mean, apparently Masuda didn't have much to do with this game. I've got no basis to talk upon that, but from what I've heard, he just overlooked the project. Right? We've said this. He was like a supervisor more than anything. He didn't really have much input, um, apparently, and. But I, I believe that because every game that he's had an input in recent years, I wouldn't say has been dumpster fires, but fuck me, they've had a lot of backlash. This yeah, is the one have. game. This is the one game apparently where he hasn't been a part of it, and it hasn't been a complete fucking dumpster fire in terms of reviews and backlash. But what I want to touch upon with the music, um, have you not like? And I'll talk about this because it, it was in the trailer. So, um, you know the area where you fight Cleaval? Yes, yes, yes. Have you heard the um? Have you heard the theme for that area? I'm not sure I have. Yeah, I'm. I, I might have done, but I don't remember it. So if you go to the the uh, the heart tree, right, the big massive tree. But, uh, this on a spider because it's literally the first fucking area in the game. So. And it was revealed in a trailer before yeah. the game. Yeah, it was revealed in a trailer. If you just stand in that area for a bit once and turn your volume up, you will hear a very beautiful remix of Eterna Forest. Oh, I have heard that then. Uh -huh. So that that's the the Heartwood theme, is it? Yeah, Heartwood. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, and I thought that was such a beautiful touch because it then made me think, oh my god, this is actually Eternal Forest, but back in the day, and I love that. I thought that was amazing, and I love the certain locations in the game that have throwbacks to Sinnoh of of New Right, and oh, yeah. I, I love, I, and obviously it's an old Sinnoh. It was Hisui before it was called Sinnoh, so of course it will. But it's still really cool just to see like landmarks from Sinnoh and think, oh my god, you know, 
Um, I think it's incredible. I really do. And, and again, just on the soundtrack, this is the one thing that is better than Breath of the Wild is the soundtrack. Ooh, because that's a that's a that's an opinion. No, do, do you know why I'm going to say that? Because if you look at any Breath of the Wild review, the one negative everyone has about the game it's lack of a soundtrack. Like it, it literally does not have one apart from battles. Well, well, um, combat and certain cutscenes. Breath of the Wild literally has no music to it. Like, it's just very certain moments. And that was a massive, massive, massive backlash for Breath of the Wild, honestly. Like, if you even looked at some little reviews now, like, you'd see that's a major kind of Breath of the Wild. Again, I think it's a strength to some regards, but I do agree that, you know, it wasn't that great of a soundtrack compared. I really think this game's better than it when it comes to soundtrack. Um, But then again, Pokemon's strength's always been its music, in my opinion. I Even think... the worst Pokemon games have always had at least a yeah. 9 out of 10 music. That's how good it is. Like, the only game that I can think of, that like, the, the only game series or franchise I can think of that has better music than Pokemon, and this might be me being a bit biased, but the only one I can think of is Undertale and Deltarune. Those are the only ones that I can think of where the music is better than a Pokemon soundtrack. It's just like caviar Pokemon soundtracks are. They're just incredible undertale only surpasses it because for me the music is like it got a lot of people into into like thinking about more deeply into what music means in a game i mean you saw how popular megalovania was and how all of the different undertale music has been like covered by everyone and that they're all like really really iconic I don't think any game has had any impact like that, but Pokemon has just always had music that is just so, so up there. And it speaks volumes that the guy who did Undertale and Deltarune, Toby Fox, actually did a song for Sword and Shield, the Battle Tower music, which is absolutely like... I've seen that. Yeah, I remember looking at that. They've been trying to recruit him, basically, because they also got him to do the soundtrack for that game they did called Town, I think it was. Uh, because Game Freak did a game alongside Sword and Shield. Yeah, Town, Town. yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was sort of like a similar monster battle thing. It just didn't really go off, did it, really? Was it Little Town Story or Town or something along those lines? No, it was Town. It it was Town, yeah, you're right. That's what it was called. But yeah, they they got Toby Fox to do the soundtrack for that because, well, yeah, he's a fucking incredible composer. Um, And it speaks volumes that Game Freak, who have consistently had some of the best soundtracks in gaming, uh, wanted to get that man on board. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is mad. It is mad. Like, I, I just think they've done amazing. And not, not only that, Sinnoh had... Gen 4 had one of the best soundtracks, didn't it? Let's be honest, in Pokemon. It's got some of the most notorious themes, including, like, Symphias and whatnot. And... Um, mm, Jubilee and theme. Yeah, the Jubilee theme, which has got, like, an ancient remix in this game. Like, there's so many cool remixes in this game where... Number one, if you're a shiny hunter, playing with the sound in this game is a fucking must. Well, we'll speak about later why. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, man, I, I just think the sound for me is a 10 out of 10. I really think it is. I think it's the right, as you've said, just listening to the vast areas and just hearing the Pokemon's cries in the distance and the wind blowing past the trees. And it's not overpowering. It's just the odd little hint. Like, I love the nighttime theme I do. Like, the little twanging the guitar that plays oh i think it's i think it's unreal i really honestly do. yeah like there are so many parts of this game where the music is just like so i, I i've just looked it up um 
the the mixing and mastering for this game was done by one person. Normally, games have at least three or four people that would work on it just to make sure everything sounds right. So, firstly, uh, Hiromitsu Maeba has done a fantastic job wow. on this game, yeah. an incredible job. So, respect to them. Um, but yeah, there are so many parts in this game where the music it's just it's not in your face. It's just subtle enough to you know, underscore the music. It works together as an experience, whereas some Pokemon games, it feels like the music is a bit too in your face in some point. Like, you don't need to have a super massive banging theme over every town and every route and stuff. Sometimes it does feel a bit in your face, but this game it just yeah. knocked it out of the park, didn't it? Yeah, like... <laughs> It, and the thing is, Pokemon games do have fantastic music, but as you've just said, it is very in your face. Like, there's nothing worse than going through a route like, dun, 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 and all you hear is, bam, bam. I'm like, fucking hell, I was just trying to chill and listen to fucking the Ferret Walk song, and now you're fucking battling, piss off. Like, yeah. The fucking Ferret Walk. Like, in all seriousness, like, I think it was a perfect blend. Like I, re I really do like. And again, uh, people may come at me and say, "Fucking, it's a, it's a weird opinion to say that about Breath of the Wild." But I, I would personally put this game higher than Breath of the Wild for me. I really would. And that's that's not a knock at Breath of the Wild. It's just I cannot, I cannot love this game as much as I do and not put it above Breath of the Wild. All the other Pokemon games, despite me putting nearly a thousand hours, I would never put it above Breath of the Wild. But for what this Pokemon game is, I would have to. I, I would have to and I'm not a hardcore Breath of the Wild fan but for me to say Breath of the Wild is better than every single Pokemon game I've played apart from this it, it's still giving it props right yeah that's um, mad though like that this is the only one that gets above it I, I'll tell you why it doesn't get above it for me though yeah it doesn't get above it for me because Breath of the Wild came out what five six years ago now a long time ago it was like yeah, it was a trailblazer. It came along and changed absolutely everything about the Zelda formula. We'd never had a game in the, the Zelda franchise like this. And it was uh -huh. so good technically. And like the way that it was executed just was so competently done that people who aren't Zelda fans got into the game. And yeah, said, like yeah, it's, it's one it's, of them. It's the only Zelda I've completed one. Sorry, carry on. I just want yeah, to yeah. add to your point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that, that's exactly what I mean, though. Like, exactly as you say, it's the only Zelda you've ever completed. If you went back and played, uh, like, I don't know, maybe uh, Link to the Past or one of those earlier, more dungeon crawly Zeldas, I don't think you'd have the same experience with it because it's not a, it's not a good enough experience now that you've played Breath of the Wild to warrant your interest. I think the impact that Breath of the Wild had. And the fact that I still think it plays and looks a bit better than Legends Arceus, I think that pushes it above for me because I feel like the gameplay is more varied. There's a lot more content in Breath of the Wild. There's more experiences you can have. But don't let this take away from how much I love Legends Arceus. I think it's yeah, a yeah, very yeah. fucking competent game. It's a great step in the right direction for the Pokemon franchise. And I can't wait to see what happens. I just don't think it's quite there in terms of like Breath of the Wild standard. If Breath of the Wild is an A, I think this is a solid B. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I want to touch upon that because I still have so much I want to ask you once, if that's cool, regarding of course, this, of this course, game. Mate. Um, 
Like, with me, the reason why I do put it above Breath of the Wild is because Breath of the Wild is one of my favourite games on the Switch. Is it one of my most played? Probably not. But it is it is one of my most enjoyable games. Because what I loved about Breath of the Wild was you could just get lost in it for hours and, and even not doing the story and, you know... And that's what I loved about the game. You thought about something and thought, I oh, got imagine if I did this and it worked. And it probably would. You know, who who thought like setting a setting some wood on fire, then throwing an apple and it would cook. Like the mechanics in the game, the way the logic worked was fantastic. You know, and I always thought I'd love a Pokemon game where it was like this. It was like, you know, an old an open field. It feels very um medieval, if you like, right? I always thought, imagine like a Pokemon game like that. And I always wanted a Pokemon game like that, where the um, uh, it, like it's very eerie at times, like at night time when you're walking through the game, you got the sound on, and you know there's a fucking Alpha Right Imperial in front of you. Like, you, there's just so many uh, moments in this game where I am literally like taken aback by the whole thing. Like, it's unreal. Like, and I true, I truly do think this game is um, a, a top point. Again, I do respect what you say though about you don't think it could. To me, this is Pokemon Breath of the Wild. It really is. Maybe too much. Do you know what I mean? As you've said, I think what, what you said, your partner said it copies it a bit too much. Yeah, and I there, think there I are some really similar sound effects. Like the sound effect when you uh, use a grit dust is incredibly similar to the sound effect where uh, you create guardian uh, equipment in Breath of the Wild. It's basically oh. the same fucking sound effect. It sounds okay. so similar. And there's a lot of other stuff like that where you're like, hang on, this is just Breath of the Wild. Um, and there, there are some aspects that Breath of the Wild has, like voice acting and like the the sandbox nature of the game that just push it a little bit above for me. Breath of the Wild is just like, even if you haven't completed the game, even if you haven't played it, you can respect how good it mm-hmm. is legends mm-hmm. arceus is just like oh if you like pokemon you'll fucking love this game if you don't you might enjoy it you might have a good time with it and i just don't think it's quite on the same level it, it's for me it's not pokemon breath of the wild it's pokemon monster hunter rise it's yeah. very similar in that aspect it's yeah that that's that's how it feels to me yeah no of course the reason why the reason why again i just love the game like i love doing stuff like I spent the other day two hours um, just literally walking around the uh, Myland. No, what, what what is it? Uh, the Merkland Mylands, whatever it is. The uh, the mud, the swamp area. The, the Crimson Mylands, I think. Crimson Mylands, yeah, that's the one. Sorry. Um, and I literally spent two hours just collecting resources and crafting while I was moving, and you know, finding different aspects like oh, there's a wisp there. Do you know what I mean? Which kind, And again, that's probably a similar thing to the cor- uh, the Coraco seeds. In yeah, that's exactly a yeah. super similar ass. That's another one where it's yeah. like it borrows a bit from Breath of the Wild. So, and again, that that I can see. I can see that similarity. The sound, I'd probably agree, to be honest. Um, you know, I've not heard it, but it, you, you'd know, right? You'd know. So I'll take that on as well. And there's other aspects as well, like, I'll talk about this next one in a, uh, in, in the spoiler section because it might be spoilers for people. You know, there's another collectible that you would know, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's yeah, not the yeah, 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 yeah. And and it's twenty eight of them to say something, but um, yeah. Now again, to me, so so okay. Ones, I'll ask you this then. You said this isn't better than Breath of the Wild, and I can respect that because this. I mean, Breath of the Wild is arguably the best game on the Switch by far, and probably will be the best game on Switch for a lot of people for its whole generation, right? Which is kind of crazy that the first ever game on a Switch will be the best game on the Switch. 
But our less breath of the wild too, obviously beat it, right? Fingers um, crossed. Yeah. My my question for you would be then, um, from all of the Pokemon games, where does this rank? And again, I'm not about to go all rank all the generations in order, but where would you yeah, place yeah. this? You know what, that is such a tough question because this is this is like a complete different experience to any other Pokemon game we've ever had. Like there isn't a single Pokemon game out there that you could even say is slightly similar to this game. And it's a really good thing. I, I've, I've gone on records and spoken to my partner so many times about this game while I've been playing it saying, this is probably the best Pokemon game ever made, but I don't think for me, it's the best game in the Pokemon franchise. It's I'm not sure. I really need to let my, my opinion stew on it. But where I am at the moment, I think it's probably joint second with black and white just behind Mystery Dungeon Explorers of the Sky. That's yeah, where... no, I'm I'm not talking, I'm just talking main series, honestly. I'm, yeah, but yeah, what, yeah, what I mean, like I say, I say that because like I get that, you know, if we're just talking main series, then it's it's so difficult to rank it. It's so, it's so difficult different. to rank it. Yeah, it's it's so so different, diff- right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's so different to anything else we've had. It's yeah. a really, really tough prospect to try and pitch it because you're essentially pitching an RP like a, a turn-based RPG up against uh Monster Hunter. It's it doesn't it can't really compute. I guess I'd probably put it joint top with, uh, I don't know, black and white two maybe or black and white. So this one's this is this is why I asked you, <clears throat> and now I'm smiling because I'm about to ask you another question that goes along with it, right? And um, this excites me. So okay, <laughs> so Game Freak come to you and they say, "Wamsy mate, um, we're making another game. Would you like to see?" So you can't really make you can't really make a decision. You can't tell them what what you want. They're going to ask you two things. And you have to pick between one of these two things, right? Okay. They ask you if you want to see Gen Nine, or they want to, or do you want to see another Legend style in a different region? What are you going to pick? Ooh. Oh, 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 are you going to pick? Probably. Oh, I don't know because that is a tough question. Legend. Le- Legends Kieran. Legends Kieran. Come on. Yeah, maybe Legends. I don't know. It's a really <laughs> tough question because when Pokemon, like main series RPG Ooh. side of things, gets it right, it's going to be sensational. It's going to be the RP, the quintessential RPG when it is when it finally does iron out all of the kinks, work out how to fix the difficulty curve, add a bit more narrative elements into it. It's going to be the best RPG ever. Yeah. But having experienced legends and feel the way that the game plays, I don't know. That's so tough. Like, I guess, I guess I'd have to go with more legends. I think I would want them to do Pokemon Legends Hoenn and talk about the legend of Jirachi or the legend of Deoxys. Legend, yeah, Pokemon Legends Deoxys. That's it. Me, best game ever. I will fucking... I'll toss myself off in front of Masuda <laughs> if it gets that game done. I'll toss Masuda off. I'll do whatever. Give me Pokemon <laughs> Legends Deoxys. 
See, um, now that answers my question because, like, <laughs> it, it's it's hard to compare these games to the other Pokemon game. And that's why I asked you because I know that I know that it, it's very incomparable. It, it's basically a different game. If it did not have Pokemon on it, it'd be a completely different franchise, right? Because there's nothing that's the same. To the only similar thing to this and the main series is shiny hunting and catching Pokemon. That is literally it. There's no other similarity. There's no fucking gyms. There's no Elite Four. There's, you know what I mean? There's not these mundane rival battles. Well, there is similar mundane rival battles. But beside the fucking point, you know, it, it, it's so, so different. But ones, I'm telling you, if Game Freak was like, listen, I know you hate Kanto, but do you want to see a uh, Pokemon Legends Mew? When you see like, oh, imagine Pokemon Legends Mew or Pokemon mm. Legends... Celebi oh, or something, yeah. I, I think, yeah, for Johto Pokemon Legends Celebi, could you imagine? I gotta admit, I don't think a Kanto game would work very well because the region is so barren. I don't think that there'd be enough to create a vast open space like there is in Legends Arceus. That right, yeah. What about this then? What ones? Trust me, I've got you. Trust me. What about this then? They make so they love making double games, don't they? They fucking uh-huh. love making double games. What if they did? Pokemon Legends Mew and Pokemon Legends Celebi, where Kanto and Johto are joined up together to make this one huge, massive region, and you pick between the box, you know, the box legendaries. And the whole story is Celebi takes you back in time, and you've got to fucking, you've got to find out what's happened to Mew. And it's like a different, it's you know, I think something like that because they love making double pack games. Why not? Why not? Johto Kanto. Oh, oh, that would Sorry, be what? like caviar. I think Johto has a better environment for the region to be, to, to translate into a yeah. a, a Legends yeah. game. I don't know about Kanto. I just think that the region doesn't have enough distinct features besides maybe Mount Moon and Cinnabar Island to make it really enjoyable in this format. But I think maybe if you package the two together, it might give it a little bit more of a, a distinct feeling. I don't know. But when you actually look at some of the most you know, praised Pokemon games over the past few years. You get stuff like Black and White 2 for actually being a bit difficult and, you know, messing with the formula a bit. You've got Legends for completely flipping everything on its head. And then you go into <laughs> you go into fan games and you've got Pokemon Crystal Clear, which is basically an open world Pokemon RPG where you can start wherever uh, and, like, take go, go anywhere immediately. And it scales to you. And I'm just like... You look at all of these games and you're like, the Pokemon franchise, if it can just iron out the kinks, it will be that franchise. It will be that juggernaut in the space. And I can see with like things like if they did Pokemon Legends Johto, Pokemon Legends Mew, Pokemon Legends Deoxys, I think they've got a juggernaut on their hands here. I don't yeah. know. What, what about you? What do you reckon? I mean, first of all, what's really scary ones, mate, is you say they will be the juggernauts. Pokemon already are the juggernauts. That's what scares me. And I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. You're not forgetting that. You're saying, imagine if they, imagine if they took what they've got now, developed it even further. Look, look what they could become. And and, and I'm with you. I'm fully with you. That's a very scary thought because Pokemon's already dominant. There's nothing like Pokemon. Can you imagine if, like? To me, this is the first. I think someone pissed off Game Freak. I think I pissed off Game Freak. There's some things in this game that happen, and I'm thinking that's aimed at me. That is, like the animations. I don't know about you ones, but I think the animations for Legends Arceus are fantastic. I really do. Oh God, yeah. I, I think 
I think they're brilliant. Like, have you seen Spatial Rend by Palkia? And I for those that yes. say that, for those that say that's a spoiler, go fuck yourself. Palkia, you know, everyone knows this. Go fuck yourself. Right? Have you seen Spatial Rend? I have. I've seen. They've updated the oh. the, the animations for stuff like Spatial Rend. And do you know what? Really, I love. I love the look of Flamethrower now. Oh my god! I know. I know. <laughs> It's like a, I can't explain. It's like a tornado coming from a mouth. It's so sick. It looks like, you know, if you get one of those welding torches. Yeah, it's yeah, of, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a welding torch. It's like super compressed flame that's shot out with pressure. It looks so good. They've, uh, yeah. I, I hope that the reason Sword and Shield was so flat was because they were putting all of their effort into this. Yeah, you could imagine so, right? Because the game, this game would have been in development from that point. Three years, yeah. And if you take COVID into account as well, yeah, that probably course, yeah. fucking that probably hampered things. Um yeah, somebody pissed off Game Freak. Somebody really, really, really pissed off Game Freak because they came into this game with a fucking mission that was like, Oh, oh, it's too linear, is it? Oh, okay. Well, here's a big fat open area. Actually, here's five fat open areas. Go mad. Um, oh, the, <laughs> games, the games are too easy, are they? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, all right then. Oh, oh the games are too easy. Go oh, fight a level 40 Rapidash before you've got level 12 Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or here, let's make Venoshock really fucking powerful for whatever reason. Have you experienced Venoshock oh, in this game? What mate, the fuck? Honestly. What? what? Why is it so powerful? <laughs> Here's another one. Here, let's let the opponent switch out and attack you on the same turn. Oh my god! Oh my god! I fucking I cannot, bro. I cannot. Like I've experienced the Pokemon use three moves at once. Somebody wound up game three. All of you pricks that has come out and said it's been too easy, including me and Onesie, have wound up game three to the point where they're like, you know what? Go fuck yourself and. I, I tell you what, I, I'm, ju I'm just going to cut in because, like, everyone has been saying this game is, like, a bunch of people have been saying this game is really easy. This game is really easy if you exploit all of the systems to the maximum. If you buy, like, a hundred fucking full restores and a hundred revives and you revive your Pokemon repeatedly or on repeat over and over during every single fight, yeah, of course it's going to be easy. If you buy a bunch of... I don't know, X attacks, X speeds, X defense, and just buff your Pokemon up during battle. Yeah, of course, you can cheese any fucking fight. I watched a video today where a guy played Black and White 2 and completed every single fight and every single, like, completed the game using nothing but level one Pokemon. Like, you can cheese anything. But if you play the game like me and try not to use in game, like, in battle items, if you play the game like me, and don't use grit dust and grit pebbles and all of that to improve your Pokemon stats, you're going to have a fucking hell of a time. This is the only game where I've had to renege on that promise. Like, I've had to renege on that because of the, the, the way that the battle system is. Like, I got all the way to the final boss. No spoilers, but I got all the way to the final boss. And just because of the way that fight is structured and because of the actual <laughs> team that they have, I couldn't do it. Because I would complete, like without spoilers it comes in like more than one section you complete one section of the battle and then the next section would happen and they would get to attack you twice and you just lose i couldn't complete all of that like that segment without items with the team that i had because i don't over level my pokemon i don't power them up with grit dust and evs uh, ev items and calciums and irons and stuff i don't try to cheese with ridiculous things i try to take my team 
as it is, as it is at that moment, the, the team that's gotten me to that point and try to complete the game in the way that I think I would find the most difficult and most challenging. And the difficulty comes with the way that you play the game. If you want it, like, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing because it's a good game. And if you wanted to play the game with, uh, you know, potions and revives and stuff, you know, go, go crazy, go, go fucking overdose on your potions. It's cool, you know, do what you need. <laughs> But I'm not going to sit here and do that for myself and let you tell me that the game is ridiculously easy because I, I I didn't use them and I found them really difficult and I gave myself a bit more of a challenge. If I was nuzlocking, I would have lost this game. I would not have been able to complete this. And I'm going to explore that because I think that there's something to be done about adding some like super hard rules into this that could make a playthrough of this game super, super challenging. Yeah, no, I could imagine. I could imagine. I mean, the idea of a nuzlocke in this game, no thanks. Like, and, and to add on to your point, once you say if you want to, you can choose this game. Good fucking luck. Because even if you try, by the time you even use your potions, the enemy team would have had three moves and would have wiped out the Pokemon that you just healed anyway. You'll get agile styled, fucking close combated. And then when you've healed up, bang, you'll get fucking strong style close combated. There's, I don't even think you can cheese it. I mean, obviously you can, but. Oh, mate, <laughs> game freak, do not give a fuck. They have come with a vengeance on this game. They have come with a vengeance. They like, for for that final fight, again, no spoilers that you've said, the section, you know, the one that com- comes in multiple sections, Um, I failed it first attempt and I thought to myself, right, okay. And I don't know about you once, but I had to take that on with full LV, Um, yeah, full, no, is it LV? Yeah, I'm trying to think. What the EV is called again? Uh, effort levels, ELs. Sorry, ELs. So I had to literally fully EL train my entire team to level 10 to be able to take on that fight. And I had a level 80 and like the rest were level 70s. I legit could not do that fight without doing that. So I had to have competitive ready Pokemon to fucking beat this fight because of how fucking annoying it is. That fight will ruin Nuzlocke. That fight will ruin Nuzlocke. I don't give a shit. Honestly, honestly, mate, it will absolutely crush your hopes and dreams because it's just ridiculous. <laughs> but at the same time, like it is easy to cheese because you can just, you know, use all of the, you know, level up candies and level all your Pokemon to level 100 and get your, your, uh, uh, what do you call it? Your Explorer rank, your rank up to max rank so you can have like level 100 Pokemon and just go in there and blitz them away with a level 100 legendary. But at the same time, like that's just, stupid and if you want to play the game like that you can and i'm not criticizing you for it but at the same time you are exploiting the system that is put in place and saying ah it's too easy no you've just cheesed it it's not easy you've just cheesed it and you've i'm not gonna say you cheated because you didn't but you cheesed it you just exploited the systems the same way that when i was playing final fantasy 10 the final boss of that, like the super secret hidden boss, is supposed to be really difficult. I went out there and cheesed it with a one-hit kill strategy. Like, the, the fight's still hard. I just cheesed it. And I beat it. Yeah. And went, it's not hard. I just beat it in one turn. Yeah, that's just me being stupid. <laughs> yeah, see, like, okay, so w- when it comes to the difficulty, do you think there's a fair balance of this game? Do you think... It's too punishing. I mean, it's a very different game. We've already established that. Um, for, for one, 
when people will realize that you can be attacked by Pokemon, you have to dodge. That will make a lot of people who some people love playing Pokemon because you play it in your own pace. It's all turn based, right? Like I feel like this will be quite a different change to people who aren't used to um playing to, who aren't used to playing action games. If that yeah. makes sense, I tell you what. Let's, um, let's get into a little bit of negatives now because uh, you know we've been we've been gushing about this game, and I think that is one point I would probably have a little bit of a problem with. Um, so oh, we'll, we'll go to negatives then. Let, let's talk yeah. about some. Let's talk about some negatives of the game. Yeah. So as you just stated. Um, Legends Arceus is such a different game to other Pokemon games. And, you know, initially there's that whole, oh my God, the Pokemon just tried to use a move on me. I've got to run away. But I very, very quickly found out that all I needed to do to escape from Pokemon was get onto my... Right, so let's let's get the spoiler warning out of the way. Now, from now on, we're going to talk a little bit about some spoilers. So if you haven't completed the game and don't want to be spoiled for it, Feel free to to click off the the video and the the podcast now, and uh, we will see you back next week for episode forty seven, I believe. But uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about some spoilers now. So I found that the the best way to escape from your you know from any Pokemon is literally just to get on like once a Pokemon starts attacking you, get your Wordier out, get your Braviary out, and just run, just run away. They won't chase you far, and you can just stand and heal and go back and do the exact same bullshit you did to piss it off in the first place. I didn't find that it was that difficult in terms of like Pokemon being a threat to you. I only died once in my playthrough. Like I lost to a couple of the boss battles. Like I lost to the Avalog and I lost to the uh, the Arcanine, but I didn't like I only blacked out or whited out once from an actual Pokemon, and that was because I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. I, I didn't do as good as you. Um, you know, sometimes I got a bit overwhelmed where like there's an alpha attacking you, all of its fucking, all of its, you know, cronies attacking you. And then at this point you're on red health. And then when you're trying to scramble to jump on a Pokemon, you get attacked again. So there was them occasional times where, you know, I fainted. But I'd say like you, the times where I actually died mainly were boss battles. And um, and I felt to my death a lot as well. I'll be honest, I, <laughs> I, 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 I felt some of death once and then realized I'm not going to do that again. I'm not jumping off a cliff with fucking word here again. Yeah, I've, I've done that a lot, I'll be honest. Um, that's probably my main cause. But, okay, so we're on about the difficulty, yeah? And so what, what do you mean? So, okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. See, I, I would have an argument with that, though, like, personally. Now, first of all, for late game, I would agree with you. I, it kind of cheeses it. Um, but, like, early game... When you realise, you know, you can't just jump on a Pokemon like that, you've got to kind of run for it. It's kind of exciting. I will agree that the novelty wears off, though. You know, like, eventually you'll realise, okay, well, if I just dodge to the side and throw a fucking apricot off its head, I can just run behind it and backshot it with a Pokeball. Like, you know, um, I think the novelty wears off when it comes to Pokemon attacking you, but it's exciting for the first time you see it, right? When you yeah, realise you can be damaged. I think you're right there. It does wear off very quickly and you do realise, okay, well, if I'm really in a place where I can't catch this thing or fight it, just run the fuck away. Just get on my word there and run away and then carry on my business. Like, it doesn't... The, the threat wears off very quickly. I think they could have done with cranking the aggression dial up from... At the moment, it's on like a five... I think they could have done with cranking it up to like a seven and a half. So 
just increase like make it so that pokemon are a little bit faster when they're running towards you make it so that they'll chase you a little bit farther make it so that their ranged attacks can hit you from a little bit further away uh and slightly maybe slightly decrease the amount of health or hits you can take make it a little bit more difficult so that pokemon are a genuine threat to you because at the end of the day you're a person and these are creatures that can control the elements and shoot beams at you um and it doesn't ever really feel like my life was in danger during the game which was kind of what they were going for so i thought that was a little bit of a miss but it, i think the excitement of it that first moment where you see a shinx charging at you you're trying to use spark at you and it hits you you're like fuck okay that's annoying and you immediately get your back up um but then it just wears off really quickly but I, th I think maybe they could have done with just a little bit more aggression. What do you think? Um, so I I'm happy you asked that about what I would think because I, I do have a few points with it. Um, first of all, would I change a lot with it? I actually wouldn't because um, what I like about the system is it's not overpowering. It it's not annoying. Like difficulty is fine, but when it just becomes a chore, that's when it's a problem. Like I like difficulty when it's okay. And I see what you're saying. It's a little bit too easy. But imagine if every single fight, the Pokemon was that aggressive to it, it just would not leave you alone. And you have to go in a battle just to kill it, just so it would leave you alone. Look, eventually that would begin to piss you off and you'd be like, oh, I can't be asked for this because it's just fucking, it's just, it's just getting on my nerves. Do you know what I mean? What I would have done though, um, I would have made it so certain Pokemon, like alpha Pokemon, um, do double damage. Or like maybe have some Pokemon where they have like a one hit move. So there is genuine threat when you're near that Pokemon. Like I would have done that personally instead of having it so more Pokemon are aggressive and chase you for longer. Because for me, that would just be annoying personally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, but I wasn't necessarily saying the things that I was suggesting would be like, you know, the perfect fixes. I think yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's probably a good idea. Like make alphas able to do more damage to you or maybe make alphas able to initiate a fight with you on their terms like if i don't like initiate a fight with you and get a hit off on you guaranteed like you know in some rpgs where if you're you know walking through like the the woods sometimes the enemies will get a surprise attack on you and they'll get to attack first i think maybe allowing them to do that say if an alpha hits you with a move it you know, does damage to you. Maybe giving your trainer an actual health bar would have helped as well. So Yeah, you, I agree. I agree, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You take a bit of damage from when a Pokemon attacks you and then it initiates a fight and it gets to attack your Pokemon at which, you know, at which point you can choose to either run or try and take it on uh, and then you can, you know, do what you need to do. But I think they needed to give it a little bit more, a little bit more oomph and it's 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 not quite there, if you get what I mean. Yeah. No, no, I agree. I agree. I think I think you are right. I think there is issues. I think there are certain things that do need to be tuned in, as you've said. I, I mean, you're right. These are Pokemon that fucking control time, space. You know, what I mean, they could literally kill you. Like some of their some of them can breathe fire hotter than fucking lava. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I, that's why I think there needs to be one hit kills. What I would have done personally is not even for difficulty sakes, but to make more sense with the difficulty, what I would have done is, I don't know how they would have elemented it, but it would have been cool. So let's say you're catching shinks, right? Have it so eventually, if you've caught loads of shinks at one given time, 
a fucking alpha looks ray comes out of the distance to attack you because you you know you're trying to catch its its um it's you know it's babies pack. or what it's pack or like yeah it's pack yeah yeah like or like a star rap because you know, with Starly, they get sheepish and run away. But imagine if a Star Raptor just came to protect them and you're just a small trainer. Like, imagine uh, like with the whole Ash um, in the anime where he has to run away because fucking Spiro and Fero are attacking him. Like, that would be dope. Like, genuine fear. Like, you're trying to catch Ponytar, but that Rapidash notices and stuff like that, I think, would have been helped with the difficulty because it would make you think it'd be more realistic. But uh, but not things that are annoying as well. Do you know what I mean? As, as again, I know that's not what you're getting at. I was just like um, throwing a uh, devil's advocate to that argument, if you will, with it. Yeah, but, yeah. I, th- I think I think you're right there. Like, and, and obviously, before we go into the new section, because the next section will just be pretty much spoilers about the game and just talking about what we feel for different parts of it. But um, I'll ask you this. So I want to talk about the boss battles. Um, for the game, because we both we both beat every boss now, right? And we've already got the spoiler warning out, so I think I think it's pretty safe to talk about. What did you think was the hardest boss in the game? Okay, so I do want to answer that question, um, but just quickly before, because if this is going to be the last thing we we talk about before we move on to you know spoilers and the, you know the other stuff, I just want to quickly make a quick point. I think that the sprint mechanic in Legends Arceus is fucking stupid. I think it's so annoying that you can't see what the bar is or like, cause you can sprint for a certain amount of time and then it, it just stops you from sprinting and you have to walk. I think that is stupid. You, there's like an invisible bar that slowly recharges and it's just so annoying because once it depletes, you have to start like jogging everywhere and it's just annoying that you can't see it and yeah, you can't like, manage it and or upgrade it at any point i think that's a dom mechanic that needed to be you know taken out and it really hampers the experience for me until you get ride pokemon sprinting is the only way to move about and in the hub world it's the only way to move about so i agree yeah, yeah, I can, that, yeah. that is the the only for me hard miss they took that's the only hard l this game has to hold that sprinting mechanic is fucking stupid but yeah uh mm-hmm. the, the hardest boss battle for me i died the most times at arcanine in terms of like the actual like pokemon bosses i died the most at arcanine i thought it was a really tough fight mm-hmm. um but i tell you what like i did also struggle with avalug that was a really tough one for me but I'm, I'm watching my, my partner play these boss battles. She hasn't lost one yet. She's beat them all first time. Um, and I'm wondering, is that, is that just because I suck at non-Breath of the Wild <laughs> types? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So my my um, answers to this question are the exact same as yours, just the other way around. Um, I think Avalog was the hardest, but I had trouble with Arcanine. I, I failed once on Arcanine, defeated it. But um, I did fail a good couple of times in Avalog, man. I found it very hard. Avalog was the most enjoyable for me, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the most enjoyable, um, yeah, probably. The the one that surprised me that I thought I was very scared to face, um, now I don't know which Pokemon you chose out of Dialga and Palkia, um, but I chose Dialga because, you know, I thought I didn't know if you only had one choice, so I just chose the Pokemon that was my favourite. And then you end up facing the other one in the final battle, right? So who did you end up fighting? I ended up fighting the origin form of Palkia. 
Ah, see, I've ended up fighting the origin form of Dialga. I personally, now I can't talk because I, I don't know what it's like to face the origin form of Dialga, but for me, the battle was very easy. I did oh, not yeah. struggle at all. I, I found I found it um, combat to be very predictable. Um, I didn't even fail on it. No, I failed once on it because I just wasn't prepared. But, um, but like, my question to you then would be, do you think this combat mechanic in Pokemon's good? Because I quite enjoyed it. I found it very refreshing compared to battles all the time. I quite like the mix-up between action and, um, you know, and old-school battling. How, how do you feel about that before, obviously, we move on? I think those boss battles were essentially a tech demo for what the game, you know, what a boss fight with a Pokemon could be like, and they were trying their hardest yeah. to shoehorn them into the plot. But yeah. having said that, they are fucking fun. That Lilligan yeah. fight, I thought was so fun. I, I loved that because it was just like a Zelda boss. I fucking loved that. It was so enjoyable. And the Avalog one, I think that was my favorite of the bunch because it was, you could tell it was harder than like the first two. But yeah. it wasn't like you felt like you'd improved through fighting the other stuff and playing through the overworld. It was really, really fun. I, I think that was such a good direction to go. I think they need to keep those fights in if they do another Legends game. I just think they need to try and find a way to you know implement them into the plot a little bit better like i don't think that fighting for example the final boss and throwing fucking perfume at it <laughs> was very yeah, climactic no, you know yeah that that would be my one um negative about the boss fights was it got very samey it's watch what they do Dodge, throw bomb, throw bomb, throw bomb, dodge, 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 send out your Pokemon in a battle, palm, 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 dodge. It's very um very simplistic. There's not a lot of depth, is there really? That's yeah, why I thought Lilligance was a really fun one because <clears throat> it was in a bunch of different stages and she got quicker as each you know segment of the, the battle went on. Yeah. And it, it made it like the, it was ramping up in difficulty. It was just fucking fun. I think some of them were really well done. But others, like the like the final boss, for example, it was a little bit underwhelming. But um, it was it was very underwhelming. I think yeah. I, I agree with you. My favourites would be Lilligan, Arcanine, Avalug. Despite me having issues with Avalug, I really like the setting and I liked its attack types, and it actually made me feel really good when I beat it. And I love the I love the volcano fight with Arcanine. I love that. And again, as you've just said, with the difficulty increase, the Pokemon uh, Cleaver was whatever. That was clearly a tutorial. Um, yeah. I did not like Electrode. I didn't find it hard. It was just very annoying. It was a very irritable Pokemon. I didn't like fighting it. I just it just annoyed the fuck out of me, to be honest. Yeah, I thought um, it it was an interesting fight. The Electrode one. I think they needed to, you know, uh, story book that, like brainstorm it a little bit more, give it something else it could do. It it just it was a bit too easy and a bit too boring. It didn't really do too much. But the ones that worked, fucking worked. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I completely agree. So, uh, overall, out of like a rating for the combat system itself, you know, for the mechanics, what would you give it? Like this whole battle thing, like, do you, do you like the boss, it? the boss battles? Like the yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'd probably give it a seven point five. I'd probably yeah, give it a seven point five. If you know, if if they could, you know, work it into the plot more elegantly and properly fix, you know, some of the the fights and make them a bit more 
engaging. I think it could definitely go go higher, but I'm used to Monster Hunter boss battles and uh oh yeah, it's incomparable, isn't it? Because of how amazing they are. Oh yeah, they are like a they are a slog. You have to be on guard the entire time. Um whereas with these, the I got a little bit of a hint of that. And they felt some of them felt really fun. Lilligan, I thought, was a really well executed boss battle. Avalog, brilliant. Uh, Arcanine, not so much, but still quite hard. Uh, Cleavor, obviously, just a tutorial, but the ones that worked worked really well. Really, really. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Obviously, we're going to the new segment now, but I've got a little bit more to talk about before yeah, trivia, yeah. as long as that's cool. As long yeah, as that's absolutely right. fine, mate. No worries. All right, then. Let's do this. Let's do this. So, like, um, obviously with the spoiler warning and us talking about spoilers, I got some stuff to talk about at you ones, um, because <clears throat> the main... Now, what's interesting is you, you're a heavy battler, right? You know, you love battling in Pokemon games. And I think it's safe to say this game's not really focused on that aspect of Pokemon. Of course, there's battles, but it's more for catching than anything. You know, it's more about... Um, completing the decks look I, I mean maybe you think i'm wrong like what's what's your opinion because it's not really there's not really train as the battle um out in the wild you know it's literally just wild pokemon so how do you feel about that being someone who's a heavy battler playing a game with not n battling not really being the focal point i'll tell you what though like some of the alpha pokemon were more difficult battles than any trainer battle in a pokemon game like oh really yeah they they are some of them really difficult because you end up just burning a lot of of, of items on these alpha Pokemon, uh, and they just rampage through your team, and it's it's an experience. But the actual Pokemon battles in the game, some of them have actually been really fucking you know well thought out. In Snowpoint Temple, there's a fight with um, Sarni, I think her name is. Um, the, the warden who has braviary where she throws oh, out a magmortar or an electivire and a oh my god all three at once yeah oh. i can't remember what the it's magmortar electivire and riparia i think it is um yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. yeah it sends out all three of them at once at you and you have to fight them one on three and that for me was like shit that is a sick idea for a boss fight make one pokemon have to fight three or four at the same time that's good because it adds a bit more difficulty to the, you know, to the to the actual fight. I think they neutered it a little bit because they were worried about the the consequences of having all three of them out. So they'd make one of them high level and the other two would be like level twenty five or something, and that, you know, kind of made it a little bit easier. But I I think that they took a lot of really cool steps in the right direction with the actual trainer battle system as well, and I loved that. I was so happy with the way they did the trainer battles. Obviously, no PvP is, you know, I, I'm not going to be playing PvP because it's impossible. Um, and that that sucks. Uh, so I can't really test out whether this effort level system is worth it or not. But I think there is some really cool stuff here with the battle system. Really cool stuff. With the agile and strong style um, mechanics as well. It means that, you know, you have more than one way to think about the battle. There have been so many times where I've agile style bullet punched into strong style close combat just to get a little bit of chip off on a Pokemon that makes it kill it or, or vice versa. And it's, yeah, it, it's good. It's solid 8 out of 10 for me, the battle system. 
Yeah, I think I agree. Now, like the reason why I asked is because I'm not really big into battling, but I did like what 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 you know what I played, what I had. I, I quite liked the whole system, and now that obviously the spoiler warnings out of the way, um, the the final the final boss fight, which is I think it's Volo, right? Uh, yes, the final boss fight before you get to fight the almighty legend himself, Arceus, is Volo and Giratina. Yeah, so that fight in particular was a fucking cunt. I did not, I did not like that battle in the slightest. Again, it's not. It wasn't annoying. Like I wasn't like, oh fuck this game. I thought it was amazing for that reason. But again, I was just like, oh for fuck's sake, like this is just ridiculous, you know? Because it's it's essentially three fights. It's essentially three battles in one. You know, you've got you've got the whole of Volo's team. You've got you've got um, Alter Giratina and Origin Giratina. So uh, that that kind of fucked me off. But the reason why I asked is because how do you feel about this whole? Um, you know, because with the decks, you've got to get. We've already discussed. You've got to get Pokemon to level ten to complete the decks, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about this aspect of a Pokemon game? Because before, all it is is catch the Pokemon. And you're done, right? Like, how, how do you feel about this game? Because it's not just catch the Pokemon, it's done. It's do challenges, face multiple, beat them with certain moves. Do, how do you find it in terms of, you know, do you find it annoying, a grind? Do you find it a slug? How do you feel? I it? think it is the best thing that the Pokemon franchise could possibly have done with the Pokedex. Because at the end of the day, they're asking you to go out and catch one of every single Pokemon. Like, but as soon as you catch it, they suddenly know everything about the Pokemon, and it, it just feels a bit fake. The Pokedex has always just been kind of secondary. But in Legends Arceus, no, you are completing the Pokedex. You are studying these Pokemon to see what the fuck they do. You yeah. are doing all of this shit, and it's just it's perfect. I I I cannot like think of any other way like maybe change some of the challenges for certain pokemon yeah, or maybe yeah. expand this idea because this is perfect this is exactly what they needed to do with the pokedex i i adore it i think it's it's fantastic um to go into it because again I, i've perfected about six pokemon right um, I've perfected Bidoof. I've, perfect, I've basically perfected most of the Pokemon in the starting area before you get access to the bridge, if you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I've perfected most of the Pokemon in that starting area. So, you know, your Breezel, your Shinx, your Ponyta, your Starly, Wampo, all of that. And I quite like the Bidoof one. Obviously, I'm not saying it's because Bidoof's my, one of my favourite Pokemon, but... There is a quest for Bidoof in Jubilife a Village where you have to find like different Bidoofs. And I really loved that. My only gripe with the game would be there's not enough of that feeling. Like, so I don't know about you ones, but how many how many Pokemon have you got to level 10 so far? Well, that is a question. Uh, I could not tell you off the top of my head, but I can tell you I've I've not been actively seeking out uh completing the the decks until like I'd I'd needed to. But I, I, it's probably at the 70, 80 mark. Right. So with me, I'm at the 230 mark, right? I'm like 10 Pokemon away from, from getting to meet Arceus. So because I've done it now for nearly all the Pokemon, I feel like, obviously you do as well, but I feel like I've got a um, very, a very good viewpoint on it. 
if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I agree with you with the fact that, like, number one, I think I prefer this system than a DEX. Um, but I really, really fucking, after 200 Pokemon, it's a bit like, oh, uh, man. Like, my advice for people who are listening currently is 100%, if this is what you want to do, do the que- do the um tasks that have the um red arrows because if I didn't know about that until halfway through and I probably could have saved a lot of time. Like I, I do like the quest system, but as you said, I think that I think it just needs tweaking. I really do like I think there needs to be more quests involved where it's like an actual storyline for the Pokemon. Like, okay, here's one. Discover why Gyarados are so angry all the time and Maybe it's a storyline where you watch a magic cart, you know, be fucking abused and it evolves into a Gyarados to be angry because, like, maybe stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? To make more of a storyline, to make you feel more involved. But I do, I do love it. I think it's a, a great system. And, you know, like feeding Pokemon and um, just some, there are some weird, weird tasks that I think are cool. But, like, this has got to be the most interesting, shiny fucking charm I've ever got in my life. It's, really? Uh, I, haven't, I haven't got it yet. Um, well, I haven't got it yet, but, you know, I've, I've pretty much done everything. So for those that don't know, and obviously we've already covered the spider warning, um, in the game there's unknowns you have to collect, right? Um, yeah, 28 yeah. unknowns. I've found every single unknown. Um, there is 107 wisps. I have found every single one. And that is by far one of the most annoying things I've ever had to do in a Pokemon game. <laughs> preach. <laughs> fucking preach, mate. So, you have to do that to complete the game because the Pokemon it gives you, you know. Um, but I'll say one thing, and I don't want to spoil this for people because I want people to experience this. But the ending of that quest is amazing. That obviously everybody knows it's Spiritomb because of the odd keystone, yeah, right? I haven't finished that quest just yet. Um, yeah, no, no, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to say it, uh, what happens. Yeah, I'm saying yeah, like yeah. You, you obviously know it's to do with Spiritomb because of the odd keystone, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. But the ending of that of that quest is fantastic. There's such a huge twist. Uh, maybe it's not huge, but when you see it, you'll be like, "Oh wow!" Like, so again, I think people should complete it because it's a pretty cool, rewarding um, scene afterwards that uh, might give a lot of context of what Spiritomb is about. Uh, I'll say that much. I'll say that much. So I'll give okay, you a little yeah. bit. Of- I'll give you a little excitement for that quest, but I've completed that quest. So I've got the unknown. I've got the spirit tomb, you know, I've got pretty much nearly all the legends. Um, and I love that about the game too. Like the legend battles, the legendary fights. I think they're really fun. Like, and I, like, I love, I just love going to a volcano and finding Pokemon. Like, I think this game for me, that's what I mean by when I feel like it's the best Pokemon game. Cause it feels so real. Like going, going to the lakes to battle the free Pokemon. Like it feels real. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it feels nice. It feels really good. Yeah, it's just getting them fucking legendaries to level ten after is a bastard, man. And <laughs> I'm so done with it. Like I've only got like twelve more Pokemon to get to level ten, and I've got the shiny charm. And then, believe it or not, ones I'll be trying to get every single Pokemon perfect Ooh, in the depths. That's gonna yeah. be uh, that's gonna be long. That's yeah, it's gonna be a very long. But um. I know someone who's trying to get them perfect as he goes. And the reason why, if anyone's listening, I wouldn't do that. Try and get the charm first, because at least then you'll have the shiny charm. And then while you're trying to perfect the Pokemon, you've got you've got really high odds for shinies. So it's not a complete grind. You've still got a rewarding experience because you have a better chance of finding shiny Pokemon. Um, but yeah, that, that would be 
that would be my advice. Considering I've nearly done, my advice would be I actually wouldn't collect no wisps until um, you're finished with the game because the most annoying thing for me was following a guide but then not realising what wisp I didn't have. So I'd follow the guide, but then I wouldn't know, you know, where the last wisp is because I don't know what yeah. I've already got. You know what I mean? So I've, I've only had to look up one wisp so far because I, I just couldn't find it. And it was in the obsidian field lands and it was such a stupid location. It was like only accessible by going so close to the edge of the map that you get the fog that appears. It's, it was so annoying. I think I know the one you mean, actually. So annoying, yeah, I think, weren't it? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think I know what you mean. Because I, I was thinking, where is this? And that was what that was one of them where I had one left, and then I had to go back to the guide and go to every single location again until I found it. So you know, um, it, it was just a, a really annoying, uh, a really annoying quest to be honest. Again, it had a really cool reward at the end of it. But it was a very rewarding quest at the end of it, should I say. But I think stuff like that was very tedious. The unknowns, I really like how they've done the unknowns in this game. Oh, I think yeah. that's a, it's a fantastic way to add unknown. I think they've, they've killed it with that. I think they've done very well. Some of the unknown hiding spot ones are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, they are absolutely crazy. I found a few of them, um, but I haven't been actively looking for them. But I'm, I'm definitely going to, you know get get on that once i'm done but yeah they've they've knocked it out of the park absolutely knocked it out of the park yeah and what i love about that as well like in the pokedex there's like hints for where the unknowns are i did use a guide because i'm trying to get the game finished so i can do my review um but y you know it, it's just uh i still love it like when when i went to find the pokemon and i found out where they are i'm like wow i would never have found this do you know what i mean and i think it's going to provide oh well, what, sorry, just sorry, quickly, mate. Your your mic's being a bit funny. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. It was just like going like that. That was. Oh, it's probably because I hold the phone weird. My bad. Um, oh, yeah, I'd like I, if you. I know you're doing it on your phone, and I appreciate it's like really annoying to be around it. Uh, so, like, yeah, I, I know it's just a pain in the ass, but I, yeah, just wanted to let you know. Oh no, thank you, thank you, thank you. As long as uh, is everything sound quality all right now? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds all right now. Yeah. No, that's fine. Sometimes when I turn my phone upside down, it goes black and I can't hear nothing. So it's probably I was just doing that with my um with my arm. But um, Maybe, I'm yeah, just trying. Yeah. I was just trying to think about the game. Anything that I haven't covered yet. Okay, yeah, that was it. That was it. So a lot of people in the community are saying they don't want to go back to an old Pokemon experience. Um, regarding mechanics, you know, like the way you can catch Pokemon in this game, it's so seamless and so transitional. Like it's so easy to fight Pokemon, whether you want to just catch them or actual battle them. Like it's so seamless, but like, people don't want to go back to the, you know, the way of old by running into the grass and encountering a Pokemon and doing it like that. How would you feel about that? Like, I think that both can coexist. I, I think that there's room for both of them in the, the Pokemon franchise. I don't think that we need to go one or the other at all. Like, they honestly can i think pokemon legends is such a different experience it could almost pass as a different game like i think that there would still be an audience for both types of games and i think those people who say they don't want to go back to a regular pokemon experience you know you, you might not have to if some people you know if 
if you get what you want and you get given more legends games fantastic but there doesn't have to be a competition like just play the game that you want to play uh, and if that happens to be legends arceus or a new legends game then awesome and i'll probably see you there but i think i personally would play uh well i say i would play i haven't i still haven't taken my brilliant diamond game out of the plastic packaging uh so yeah. i still haven't got access to the dark ride quest <laughs> in legends arceus that might legitimately be the only thing that pulls me out of the fucking uh gets that game out of the plastic packaging just having to load it up just to get access to the fucking dark ride quest yeah, in legends arceus. <laughs> but yeah. like i think it would have to be a good main series rpg for me to want to go back to it because I don't think that they have had the quality that an RPG needs to survive in this day and age. Look at all <clears> the successful <throat> RPGs of the last like five years. They've all been stuff like Octopath Traveler, Dragon Quest Nine, um, Danganronpa, fucking all of the super, super engaging multiple mechanic RPGs. Pokemon just hasn't been that type of game for a, like forever and if they do go back to main series they need to book their act up yeah like okay so a lot of people have said it and i actually agree with what everyone's saying i don't think they can go back to an old way of pokemon and what i mean by that is and i feel like <clears throat> the crown tundra was the perfect 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 thing to show what they're going to do moving forward so you know with pokemon games you've got for example wedgehurst and then you've got route two right uh-huh yeah um i don't i don't think pokemon can now go back to doing linear routes between oh, towns i don't think God, i can no. do that I, I think i think every route needs to be a, a massive open area probably not as big as what it is now but massive to the point where there's loads of exploring and then you've got another town, right? Like loads of different open sections for the routes. And I think that would be an amazing, or have the routes intertwined with different routes and different cities and, you know, make it. So as you've said, like the, the Pokemon, um, what, what's it called? They scale to your level, right? Yeah. So yeah. Go on your own journey. Maybe there's still an order you have to do things. And if you're in a town, they'll maybe point you to a different direction. Maybe there's still like an order for the storyline, but I don't think they can go back to linear routes and linear systems like Sword and Shield because the only thing about Sword and Shield that wasn't linear was the wild area. Um, even then, it was more it was more just a massive open corridor, right, going up. Um, Pretty much, yeah. But the Isle of Armour and Crown Tundra was very open. And I think that's what the new Pokemon games need to be. And I think the catching needs to be like Legends Arceus. I don't think... Because it just makes sense for it to be like Legends Arceus. The only way I can see encounters in the grass is where you're running for the grass and a Pokemon pops up. But you still... You know, it doesn't go... I don't think it does that anymore. I think it's just like the way it is now. You just encounter it. Throw a Pokeball at it if you want there and then, or run away. Look, I think I think Pokemon will be shiny in the overworld from now on because I don't think there will be no more transitions into battles. Does that make sense? Yeah, I hope they do it like that. I hope we don't have to fucking listen to the like every fucking ten seconds as we're walking through the grass. Like they need to get rid of that. 
and it will be fucking heaven. Like, it will be so fucking good. Uh, if we could just catch Pokemon like we do in Legends Arceus, um, if they script trainer battles a bit more, then, you know, it, it could be great. I think you could just merge the two games together and have a Legends Arceus-style overworld with maybe some more slightly linear towns if you need to um with a load of you know side quests and stuff in them but i think the future looks bright for pokemon after legends arceus if we get more in this vein all, all i'm gonna say is good work keep it up proud of you yeah yeah i think i want to add though this like I don't even think there could be like, I don't even think you need to have like a town on its own. I think you could have the town in the route. Does that make sense? Yeah, like the Crown Tundra. Yeah, yeah. So you just have the town halfway in the route. You know, it's got walls surrounding it. So you know where it is. Maybe a little music change when you're in there. Maybe a tiny little loading screen to separate it. But like, you know, like in Legends Arceus, where you've got like different clans scattered throughout the map. The only thing about Legends Arceus, I would have preferred if there was more people to battle in, in the areas. You know, like trainers or whatnot. And I understand why there's not, because it's very old school. But I've got a question for you once before we move on. Because mm -hmm. this is very interesting. And I saw this online. And I think it's a safe bet to say this. So someone said, someone put up a post, I think it was on Reddit, where they felt like Gen 9 will be worse than Legends Arceus, right? And a lot Ooh. of people would... A lot of people's giving them backlash and blah, 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 blah. But the guy had, I, I wish I could link it or say where it was, but I can't find it now. I did try and find it before the podcast. But he was saying um, Generation 9 would have been in um, would have been in the works now for about three years, right? Three, three to four years, especially with COVID and whatnot. So it would have started just around, just about probably a year after Legends Arceus. Uh-huh, yeah. Now, what people are saying is, Legends Arceus was the risk that, that, that they made. They thought, right, let's see how this game turns out. But a lot of people think that Gen 9 is going to be more of a safer bet. It's going to be more traditional, just in case Legends Arceus didn't do well. So a lot of people are expecting Gen 9 to be a lot more like Sword and Shield than fucking Legends Arceus, if that makes sense. How do you feel about that? Because I actually agree with that point. I think that is what's going to happen. I'm not going to say Gen 9 is going to be shit by any means, but... I don't think it will be as daring as what Legends Arceus is. I think it will be a lot safer and traditional, just in case Legends Arceus was a flop, which obviously wasn't. But, you know, how do you feel about that? I don't know. I really don't. I, that is a... It's an interesting you know, theory that because they were worried it was going to flop, they'd go a lot more uh, traditional with the next game. But at the same time, I don't know whether they would take this much of a risk and not commit to it because they've got a lot of assets now that they've made for this game. True. That, True. Know, would just go completely unused. Um, and, you know, you know, Game Freak, they like reusing their fucking animations and stuff like look at that how animation, the fucking hop bullshit. It, it was that that arm wavy thing they do when they're talking to you. That. They, they like reusing their their animations so uh, I, it's tough i at this point i think everything's so up in the air i don't think we can take any kind of guesses oh no no it's, it's just more for speculation out of interest just to yeah, look back that, and think, yeah you know. that, that's what i'm saying though i don't think we can really 
speculate much. I don't think we can. Uh, because it's like, obviously, like we can take wild guesses, but it's like guessing the next fucking Smash character. You have no idea until Sakurai shows a fucking video yeah, of Mario having context, sex with right? Sora or something. <laughs> until we have more context, yeah. Um, for the for the purposes of entertainment, though, I'm going to say I do think Gen Nine will be a lot more safer than Legends Arceus. I think it will be a mixture of Crown Tundra. You know, a mixture of that style of game where it's going to be, it will be more open, but I feel like it's going to be a lot more linear than what Legends Arceus is. That's going to be my guess. But one last thing before we move into trivia. Mm-hmm. Um, now, a few things. Next week, the tri- no, would it be next week? No, it'd be the week after. Um, the week after next would be the first year anniversary of the Trainer Lounge. We'll Woo! be making a podcast for a year, which is fantastic. But more importantly, um, we made the podcast one day after Pokemon Day, which I believe 17th of February. And of course, they always make huge announcements when it comes to that. What do you think we're getting for the announcement um, on Pokemon Day? And I know you said we can't speculate because we don't know, but I'm going to ask you anyway, because it is in two fucking weeks. So what do you think we're getting once? Two words. Pokemon sleep. You think we're getting sleep? <laughs> no fucking way. Nah, sleep's just dead. They gave up with that project. They that that's never come into the light of day. And if it ever does, people are just gonna go crazy over it for the meme. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, God's sake. Um, I think if we get anything, we may get a collaboration between like a couple of. Uh, musical artists and Pokemon. So they'll do like some Pokemon songs, like the whole uh, Post Malone concert that happened, the Ed Sheeran Pokemon Go thing. We'll get, you know, some kind of homage like that. I don't think we'll get a new, if we do get a new game, I don't think Gen 9 is going to, I don't, we might get Gen 9, but I think it would be a bit too close to Legends Arceus to want to pull you know, attention away from it in that way. I thought... Sorry, what about DLC for Legends Arceus? Well, maybe. That wouldn't be a bad shout. I could get behind that. I think DLC might happen. We might get DLC, we might get some new Unite news, we might get potentially a Gen 9 announcement, but I don't think we'll get too much beyond that. What about you? What do you reckon? Well, I think... I'm going to say this now because I like, I like holding with the views and I like holding my owls. Hey, I haven't held any owls, bro. I know. I haven't held any fucking so far. I said BDSP would be shit, smashed that out the park. And I said Legends Arceus will be claimed as one of the best Pokemon games. And literally everyone saying it is. So uh, I'll hold my W for the moment. But I, I like making bold claims and bold predictions. I, and I'm going to say this. I believe... Um, we are going to get DLC because not only did some leakers come out and said that's what's going to happen, including Riddler, um, but they said something about us not finding out about DLC until April, at least. And what I think he means by that, I think that's when it's going to be shown. I think it's going to get announced, though, um, in February. Because I think the game's so new, they don't really need to show DLC yet because, you know, it's it's such a new game and people will still be playing. Go on. Do you remember with Breath of the Wild when that came out? A couple of months after, you know, the hype had died down, they just announced, yep, we're doing some DLC for Breath of the Wild. You'll have to wait a bit before you find out what it is, though. We could get the same thing here. We could literally just get an announcement that says, yep, we've got some DLC on the way. Uh, stay tuned. Yeah, so what I what I think is going to get announced, 
Um, I think uh, Legends DLC will be announced. I think we'll get Legends DLC. I think middle of the year we will get a side game. So I think I think Detective Pikachu two is this year, I believe. So Detective that... Pikachu two has been cancelled, my dude. No, I'm on about the game. Oh, the oh yeah, of course, yeah. Sorry, yeah, you carry yeah. on. <laughs> no, it's all right. You brought up a sore wound in me then when you said that. I was like, oh, me, oh. me too, me too. Fuck me. It's okay, it's okay. We're emotional, but yeah, the game, the game. Um, because I know that's still in development, and whatnot. Apparently, it's this year. I think I would have said Mystery Dungeon, but I don't think they're going to release. They're not going to release Detective Pikachu, Legends DLC, and the main series game, and fucking Detective Pikachu. I don't think they're doing that. So I think it would be Detective Pikachu. And this is the bold claim I'm going to make right now. But I think we are going to get Let's Go Johto. Um, oh, in... fuck off. Hear me out. Hear me out. Let's Go Johto in November and Generation 9 in January. Imagine, bro. Imagine. Like, the first game in the series to follow up on Legends Arceus is let's go fucking Johto fucking die just just shoot me in the head if that happens just what do you what do you think they could because apparently there is talk there's a lot of talks in the industry that Gen 9's being pushed back a bit um you know for whatever reason so what and and look at the sales uh them releasing BDSP in November and Legends Arceus in January did not hurt them at all they did fantastic. So could you not see it again? They're making like a game like Let's Go Jota where not too many people are happy, but then they release an even better game two months after. Mm, I don't know. Like they could do. It's it's Game Freak. It's Nintendo. It's what they do. But at the same time, I don't want them to. I really don't want them to. It fucks me off that we could just have such a mediocre bollocky game straight after <laughs> one of the best games in the franchise ever. Mediocre bollocky game. I love it that. is though. It's a bollocky game. It's it's. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, go. but I, I now I now don't give a shit about main series remakes like uh like Let's Go and fucking you know BDSP because while I don't like BDSP, they've absolutely smashed the whole Sino theme with Legends Arceus, right? Oh, so God, as yeah. long as as long as we get a let's go, no. As long as we get a Legends Johto, I don't really give a shit if they do Let's Go Johto. Do it if you want, cool. As long as I'm gonna get uh, where we get to go back in time in the Ilex Forest and it's a huge open forest where we fucking find Celebi. As long as I can do that in the future, I'm happy. Do what the fuck you want with the main series. Make a really trash black and white remake if you want. As long as I get Legends Curum, because let's face it, they're definitely gonna get Ulka to do the next remake because you know it is what it is. But um, I don't think we're getting black and white remakes for a few years, so I'm not even going to mention that in the discussion. I do think Let's Go Johto, and I would say Gen 9 in January. That's going to be... Or Gen 9 in March, maybe, you know? Um, something like that. That's, that's what I think we're getting. But where, when's Breath of the Wild 2 coming out? We still don't really know. I'm not sure it'll be this year. It'll probably think, be next think, year. Yeah, I think it's getting... A lot of people don't think it will, but... I don't think they're bringing out Breath of the Wild 2 this year. It's too iffy. It's too dodgy for me. We haven't seen enough of it. We we don't know what's going on with this game, really. So just suddenly just say, hey, it'll be out on this date when we haven't heard anything really about it is just, nah, I don't think so. And uh, uh, this is going to be such a controversial question once, but I'm going to ask you anyway. If Breath of the Wild 2 comes out, and Pokemon comes out, because let's face it, at this point, if, if Breath of the Wild 2 were to come out, they are going to announce it for late 
2022. And there's always a Pokemon game in late 2022. What game sells better? Probably Breath of the Wild 2, mate. Reckon? Because of the the pedigree. It's very hyped. It is yeah. very hyped, yeah. Do, do you remember, yeah. and I'd like to put it into comparison, do you remember back when... Um, Poker, uh, not Pokemon, sorry, uh, Star Wars, the episode seven came out. It mm-hmm. was one of the most important films in history just because of what it had to live up to. And it, it, Breath of the Wild 2, because of how important Breath of the Wild was to the gaming landscape and how much like new waves it broke in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, the Nintendo's attitude to games and how beloved that game was. I think it's going to be a very important game. And I think that that might just... It, it draws in more of a casual crowd as well than I think Pokemon does. So it's it's a tough one, but I think Breath of the Wild 2 would probably win the day. But we both know that Let's Go Johto is the better game though, right? I'm going to slap you in your dirty <laughs> whore mouth. <laughs> Oh, that was coming. That was fucking coming. Um, yeah, I, I hope we see Breath of the Wild 2 this year. Um, but don't rush it. You know, don't rush it. If you need to delay it, we've got more than enough good games coming out this year. Fucking our Legends Arceus could keep me busy for two years. I don't even need a Pokemon game this year. Give me Legends DLC. Because once, did you see the picture I already sent you where I think the DLC could take place? Yes, yes. So there's some areas on the map that aren't used yet. And it they would seem like, obvious choices for you know dlc areas um there's also the possibility that dlc takes place in another region like we go sail to another region um and we get a few new areas there it's a la crown tundra isle of armor so that that's another you know suggestion that could happen but you might be right it it, it will see but i think i would take anything that that comes our way at this point yeah i agree i absolutely agree well there's not really too much to discuss and i'm gonna say this one too because I, I want your opinion before i do the review i will put i will do a, a huge in-depth analysis of the game once i've got the shiny charm and and i can really script it all out with, <coughs> excuse me with the computer shout out to onesie but one i'm gonna ask you right now what is your rating of this game um first of all i want you to give it two ratings train the lounge style i want you to give it a rating as a video game in general and a rating as as of a pokemon game okay well that's pretty decent so as a pokemon game i think i obviously i'm going to rate it higher as a pokemon game because the bar wasn't as high i think i would give this probably a 9.5 out of 10 on par with with black and white for me um I th- or black and white and platinum. I think those three and this are all 9.5s. Obviously, black no- and white better than black and white too, by the way, for you. Just ask I, 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 I mark them all with the same brush, bro. They're all the okay. same to me. So BW, BW2, same, same gen, same thing. Yeah, just, yeah. just a compound. Okay, cool, go on. Yeah, I count them as the same. Um, yeah, I think as a Pokemon game, it's on par with those. And I would rate them at like a 9.5 because there are some things I would change. There are others that it does really well and are, you know, absolutely fine. Uh, so I, th- I think 9.5 as a Pokemon game is probably fair. As a video game, you've got to be a bit more critical because it's yeah. going up against other juggernauts in in gaming like Breath of the Wild, like Skyrim, like Horizon uh, Zero Dawn, like your, you know, your your solid solid entries in the in the genre. 
I think it's probably got to be an eight, probably dropping it down, maybe even to a 7.5, but I'm going to be generous and give it an eight because it's a good game. The gameplay loop is fantastic. I don't think it holds up to some other games and the pure sandboxness they give you like the you know the feeling of freedom that you get with skyrim the uh, and breath of the wild and the pure sandbox nature of those games i don't think it holds up to those um so it's got to be a bit below them for me but it's still a really fucking fun game and so many new people have been drawn into the franchise and I, i love that i love that for this franchise and it deserves credit it deserves so much credit Okay, so as a Pokemon game, 9.5. As a casual, well, as a video game in general, about 7.5, yeah? Uh, 7.5, 8. I'd, I'd no, be generous uh, yes. to go 8. Okay. Uh, first of all, fantastic, um, fantastic, just quick reviews, considering we have dived into it, but let's face it, for, for reviews, like a load of hours of um, scripting and thinking about things has to go into it, which I will be doing next week. And uh, you guys can, ex- uh, that'll probably be one of the uh, year, year specials, to be honest, that I do, because it'll be like a solo one and it's just a massive in depth review of the entire game. Kind of like a, kind of like a gig, uh, what the fuck do they call it? Um, like a titan of a review, if you will, because it's going to be very long, over an hour and just of me talking about the game. So look forward to that. But for my quick analysis from what me and ones have spoke about, I, I want to say as a Pokemon game, now, first of all, I want to say this. I don't think a game has to be perfect for a 10 out of 10 because I think no such game exists. That Any game can be better than it is, right? Any game can be better. Every single game, despite how good it is. Breath of the Wild can be better in certain aspects. And in my opinion, that game's a 10 out of 10. Um, for me, as a Pokemon game, I think Pokemon Legends Arceus is a 10 out of 10. Straight up. I... I've never had so much fun with a game in my life. Um, a, a Pokemon game, should I say. I've never had so much fun. I've never been so excited to come and play my Switch to play this game. I've never been so excited to level up Pokemon and compete the Pokedex and, you know, uh, solve riddles and find things. I've never been so excited to do it. And it's never felt this, um, you know, I've, I don't know. Uh, to it's me, 10 out of 10. Yeah. yeah, it's a 10 out of 10 Pokemon game. As a, as, as a video game... I'll give it an 8.5 because it took there as one of my favourite all-time games. Again, will I put the amount of time into this as I did Skyrim and that? Probably not. But yeah, there are there are better games for a sandbox. But as a Pokemon, it's cream of the crop for me. Uh, I don't think it's... I, I, I'd say this is the best Pokemon game I've ever played, personally. But um, there's the reviews ones. I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, but <laughs> um, 10 out of 10 and we'll give it an 8.5 out of 10 for a video game. Probably 8 out of 10. Yeah, I'll say 8 out of 10 for a game. Uh, but okay. for Pokemon, for Pokemon, 10 out of 10. For me, anyway. But yeah, um, So we've got yeah. very similar, very similar sort of um, ratings with our, you know, with our ratings for the game then. So we've seemed yeah. to be on the right sort of path. So I'll take that. Indeed. So we might as well, f- we can fit, we can fit the uh, trivia in right now anyway. So we don't need to make a new one. That's cool. Uh, just, um, just before we, we do trivia, do we want to do trivia or do we just leave this as the Legends Arceus episode and see whether, you know, people miss the trivia or not? Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. Just, just thinking- I have got the questions in front of me. I've got the, the five here, um, but I'm not sure if we want to do random trivia at the end of, of the episode. 
Yeah, it kind of kind of sets it apart weirdly, doesn't it? Really. Um, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll skip. We'll keep this as the hands-on legends RCS review. Yeah. And we'll, next we'll week, we'll, we'll trial it and we'll get some feedback from people like Chad and uh, and Ozzy, and I'll see what they think. Yeah, no, of course, of course. Um, and again, guys, um, expect the massive review coming next week from myself. Um, it's going to be very, very, very in depth. We're going to be talking about every single aspect of the game, from the music to the gameplay to the cinematics, to the story. Um, we didn't even discuss the story that much today, but we're going we're going to be discussing a lot. Um, there's going to be a good half an hour of a review and then a good half an hour of a spoiler review. So um, I hope you guys look forward to that. It's going to be an hour, over an hour of content and um, it's going to take a while to script, but I hope you guys enjoy that. And um, I just want to say, first of all, from my side, thank you so much for this year of the train around. It's been probably some of the best time of my life. I've really enjoyed doing this. And of course, thank you to Wanty for being here for the whole year as well. No, you're more than welcome, bro. Doing the trainer lounge has been a really, really fun little project for for me as well. Uh, you know, gathering uh, guests and you know doing research into the Pokemon series. It's given me a bit more of an appreciation for the you know the the, the finer details of the franchise, and it's put a lot of things into perspective for me. And a lot of that wouldn't have happened without yourself. So, thank you very much for inviting me along on this journey with you, mate. Well, we're both going to go on, and hopefully we're both going to go on it for a, quite a few more years, my friend. We'll see, we'll um, see, hopefully. I'm, I'm, I'm not tired of it just yet. But, uh... Not just yet, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Give us till we get cancelled, guys, please. Uh, give us till <laughs> Gen 9, and we'll probably get cancelled at that point, but uh, yeah. Uh, well, once, I'll leave it at that, my friend. Yep, thank you very much for, for watching, guys, and we'll be back next week for another episode of The Trainer Lounge, a Pokemon podcast. So, Thank you very much for watching from me and thank you very much from Gaz as well, I assume. And we, yep, will, yep, catch yep. You, we will catch you all next week. So take care of yourselves. Fuck off. Fuck off. Oosh. <laughs>